Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Kara. And I'm Caitlin. And this is our 54th episode of Talk Direction. Um, I don't know what to say. I have all these things planned, but like none of them really go naturally. But next week is our one year anniversary episode. Oh my god. Which is so weird. We're turning one years old. That is literally so crazy. I, uh, and also so like weird. our lives have changed. We should probably save this. I know, but we've had, been doing this for like two months. Every time. Yeah. But, oh, one year, man. That's I know. literally insane. Um, I really want to get, like, those, like, you're one years old now balloons and, yeah. like, some cake or something to celebrate this momentous occasion. That would be a good idea. Cake's always a good idea. That's true. And I just feel like there's a lot of cute, like, you're one balloons out there that we could really take advantage of. Pose for our Instagram. Yeah, Talk honestly. direction if you don't follow yeah, it. <laughs> exactly. Um... Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I feel like it's kind of sad. I feel like we haven't really, like, hung out, hung out, because Caitlin's been busy doing, like, her internship for a million hours every single week, and we only really get together when we're recording, then after that, like, Caitlin goes and sleeps forever. (laughs) Um, and this weekend, I'm going away to see my study abroad friends, which is fun, because I haven't seen them since I've been home. Um, Where do they all go to school? You said they all go to school in Connecticut? No. Oh. They go to school, like, uh, an out, like an hour outside of Philadelphia. Oh. So it's kind of a trek to get there. Are you I taking take a bus? Two, pl- two, two planes. Two, um, two trains. I was going to take three buses at first, but then I was like, um, maybe not. A, maybe I don't want to be on three different buses for ten hours. Oh, it sucks. Um, yeah. But it's going to be fun. I'm excited to just go chill oh, when my friends has a cabin in like the middle of the woods oh. which sounds like a the beginning sounds of a nightmare like the mo- horror movie cabin in the woods that was a good movie though but i wouldn't want to like live out that experience uh-huh. um but yeah so me and caitlin will just have to find another time to have our captain america movie marathon so sad it really is i just i just can't wait to see you watch it just can't wait to see you watch it what is that? <laughs> what is that? That's Lion King. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. The unknown person. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. But yeah, I, I feel like we don't see each other a lot. And just besides recording and that when we have like something planned or like we like go somewhere. I don't, what else? Did we, we usually used to go like we drive in a car and like go shopping. Yeah. Or, like whatever and we need to do more of that i know definitely next next weekend yeah next next week oh that might be when my cousins are here i literally still haven't asked my mom oh my god <laughs> i don't know when they're coming and yeah so oh my god one of these days we'll see we'll see That's so I mean, you sad. can always join us on our adventures yeah be part of your cousin's movie <laughs> that we talked about in our last bonus episode if you want to oh yeah 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 you're like what the heck are you talking about kara (laughs) i could see it in your eyes um but what was i gonna say oh yeah we got in um a message from a listener on tumblr a while ago and i was like looking at some of our old messages and i just happened to come across this um a couple weeks ago and someone asked very nicely 
for us to give them a birthday shout out on June 29th, which is today, but then you'll be hearing it the day after your birthday. So happy birthday to happy birthday. Sarah Bennett Smith. I hope it's a great one. Thank you so much for writing in. We love getting your messages. And I remember this coming in like way back months ago. Yeah. I was like, we are so going to remember this. Yeah. So and look who we did. Look so. at that. Sarah, I hope you're still listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Hopefully you, you are. I hope you get the good vibes through right the now. portal of the web. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, because my mom apparently had to fax something today, and, like, I was just reminiscing about, like, what I thought faxing was, like, you, um, like, you put the paper in, and it would, like, roll up really tight and go through the, like, <laughs> the internet webs, um, the internet wires, and I still, like, don't really fully understand how it works, but... Who really knows? I don't even know. Like, who wants to know, honestly? Just, I like, email know. someone. It's also my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Connor. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to you. I wonder <laughs> if you'll ever hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll, like, ears will, like, prick up right now, and oh he'll just, God. like... He'll just sense it in the universe. Probs. The disturbance in the force. Yep. Um, But our first book club episode is today, which is very exciting. So exciting. Um, We are starting off with 1D's autobiography, Who We Are, um, which we both listened to because the boys um, narrated it on Audible, Audible audibletrial.com. Nope, slash talk direction if you want to... Um, audibletrial.com slash talk direction for your free first audiobook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, which I actually did end up using um, for a free audiobook. Nice um, so job. Thanks, Audible. Thank you, Audible, for <laughs> sponsoring our podcast. Yeah. Um, but I was, like, wondering if anyone had other ideas of, like, what books we could do. Um, because, obviously, One Direction books would be preferred but like i don't know if there are any more on audible slash there's kind of a limited selection of one direction books out there yeah um slash all of them have sort of the same (laughs) information in them so i don't know like what else we could do had you like thought of anything else um i mean i've been listening to some really good feministy audiobooks Mm -hmm. i've listened to because i've been driving a lot so i've listened to bossy pants by tina fey i'm got a half hour left on that one and i've listened to both of mindy kaling's books so those are good ones. Yeah. Have you and listened to Amy Poehler's yet? I haven't listened because I Rebecca's really like reading one. it currently, my sister, and yeah. she told me I was not allowed to listen to the audiobook Why? until she finished reading the book. Why? Because she has claims on comedian funny audiobooks. I don't know. I'm Who confused. knows? But that was her rule. So okay. I'm waiting on that one. But that's definitely an option. Yeah, I really like that one. I think... Although I love Mindy's, I haven't read her second one, though. I don't know why. What the heck am I doing Well, I life? have the audiobook if you want to listen to oh, it. Oh, <laughs> Um, what else am I going to say? Nothing. Let's get into news. Okay, I'm excited. I haven't even opened this doc yet, so Good, it's a little surprise. (laughs) Um, actually, you, maybe you don't know this, um, Niall was announced as a Ryder Cup ambassador. Totally did not know that. Yep. I feel like I I may have seen that picture. Maybe not. I don't really know. I just feel like Niall has posed with a lot of trophies in sportswear, so, (laughs) I mean... It could be, it could not Anything. be. Yeah, it honestly could be. Um, but I didn't know what the Ryder Cup was until um, a couple hours ago when I was researching this. <laughs> <laughs> but the Ryder Cup is a men's golf competition between teams from Europe and the United States that happens um, every two years. And the 2016 Ryder Cup is going to be taking place at Hazeltine National Golf Club in um, Traska, Minnesota from September 30th to October 2nd. 
Um, so if anyone's around there, you should try to see if you could, like, you know, um, get tickets to go and watch golf, I guess, <laughs> and see Niall, more likely. Um, one of my friends... Wait, is he playing? I... Okay, so I don't know what ambassador it is, and no one seemed to clarify what <laughs> ambassador is. I think it just means to, like, be a spokesperson for it uh-huh. and just, like, go there and sort of just, like, promote the the cup and just kind of get people to talk about it and get people to know about it. Got um, it. And I think, apparently... They are banking on like some of um, Niles fans to like show up to the pla- like to so this buy is, like, tickets. A classier version of like Kim Kardashian going to a club and promoting the club. Pretty much, I think. <laughs> okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's what I was getting because like no one really explained what an, an ambassador is for this. I don't think people know. <laughs> Maybe that's what the thing was. Um, those vague terms that really could mean anything. But ambassador sounds like so official. Like it yeah. sounds like a UN ambassador. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you go to other countries and like really try to like you know go on the ground and um communicate with them but that's not what he's doing i mean i guess that that's what he's doing he's coming to the u.s and like really spreading the good news about golf <laughs> right um but yeah so darren clark captain of the european team tweeted out the news this morning and he said delighted to welcome my friend at nile official to team europe as one of our ambassadors for the 2016 Ryder cup and then there's a beautiful picture of nile and his um, very bleached blonde hair um, in a Nike little pull-up thingy, what's it called, sweatshirt? Yeah. Um, with a trophy. Um, so that's cute. Like, yeah, he looks cute. He looks, he's he's very excited to be posing with this inanimate <laughs> object. I love how, like, into golf he is. I like, know, isn't that so cute? It is so cute. It makes me so happy. I was trying to think of, like, what my, if I was in One Direction and I had, like, years off, um, what God, my, like, Could you imagine if you could do whatever you wanted for, for like, years, years and, like, not worry about money? And also just, like, you have all the connections yeah. literally in the world. Like, you could literally do anything. So I was trying to think, like, if I could do that and, like, have a passion project. Because I feel like this is what, he, like, this is, like, just doing what he loves for, like, yeah. a couple of years. Like, that's and awesome. And probably still getting paid for it. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And, like, I was trying to think of, like, what the heck would my, like, what do I do in my free time? Probably I was trying to think, like, maybe doing something with, like, helping wolves and like really getting that out there i was just thinking like shark week is this week or was last week or something and i was like trying to watch it and like look i like sharks as much as much as the next guy and they're pretty cool and like i want humans to respect them more but i think we need a wolf week Mm. and i just feel like wolves are so interesting like the fact that they um are one of the only animals to if there's like a human child like lost in the woods they'll raise it as their own like that is so cool would a shark do that no it wouldn't it would eat it yeah and I'm not just saying that just because it's a little, like, fairy tale or whatever, because sharks actually, I don't know. I mean, also, it's the, <laughs> the ocean, so I don't think a human could viably you live in there. I don't know. Um, maybe they could, like, gl- I've grow I read gills. a book where a girl was raised by dolphins. Oh, my God. Wait, was that, like, a part? Is that fifth grade? Yeah, Wasn't it, like, Island the, of the Dolphins or something? I don't know. I, like, distinctly remember a picture in my yeah, head. Yeah. No, there was... It was... It wasn't a book that I read, like, with my class. Oh. Um, I was really pretentious in fifth grade <laughs> and thought I'd start a book club because my mom was a part of a book club. And, like, I forced kids in my class to stay oh during lunch God. to, like, read this book and, like, talk about it and be classy. Uh, and that was one of the books we read. That's so fun, though. <laughs> like, I love, I don't know, book clubs when you're a kid is so fun. And that's why we're doing a book club here on Talk Direction. Yeah, Because I really want to, like, exactly. get back in that spirit. Just because, like, I don't know, books are great, man. They are. Yeah. What do you think your passion project would be if you could have <sighs> all financial? I, I don't know. I mean, 
I don't know if it would be something like I I feel like I'm already working towards something I'm super passionate about. That's true. Uh, which is psychiatry, and I want to go into like gender and sexuality. So like I would probably do stuff related to that. Yeah. Um, or like I would also want to take time to probably do sculpture, which is like it's it's so weird because I feel like sometimes you have to pick a career path, and like a lot of your other things maybe if you're good at multiple things you like multiple things like they have to go to the wayside so you can like spend your 10,000 hours on something or whatever and like the other things that you would want to explore sort of like you don't get the chance to and I feel like sculpture is one of those big things for me I could like picture my life being so completely different where I go like the art route mm-hmm. and like do that but I'm doing like the med school route uh, which is also going to be great but it it sort of means that I have to put the other thing on the back burner so I don't know, trying to do that as well. Yeah. I just feel like it'd be really cool to, like, just automatically have... I mean, obviously, they had to work really hard. Like, One Direction had to work really hard to get to this point, so I'm not saying it's, like, easy, but then now they have all these cool connections where they can literally do anything. Um, But, yeah, what else did I have to say? Um, Oh, also, apparently, so the last Ryder Cup took place in the fall of 2014 in Scotland, and Niall was tweeting about it from his hotel room during Wendy's Where We Are tour, and apparently he was personally responsible for a third of nearly two million tweets about the cup, according to The Guardian. Like, if that doesn't, like, say power, I don't know what the heck does. So after that tweet, they're like, we need Niall on board now that he's off, like, let's get this hype up about this yeah Ryder like he just Cup. seems like a kind of an obvious choice like yeah. um one of the like i think the opening line to one of the articles i was reading was like um on his continued quest to make uh golf a more popular sport <laughs> niall horan is blah blah, blah. And i'm like that's exactly what he's trying to do oh, but i also just feel like he's doing it for himself like i don't think he's like trying to like have some like grand champion yeah. scheme um and um i liked this quote that he that was thrown in one of the articles too. Um, earlier this year in May, um, when he was doing that golf um, charity event, he said that he'd like to see more women playing the sport. He said, um, I would really like to see a lot more girls playing it because the girls tour at the moment, the LPGA tour is absolutely amazing and there should be more kids playing. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. I know, I remember reading that line a while back and I just thought it was like, it's so, he's so aware of stuff like this and it's not done in a way where it's like, I don't know, like, girls can't play sports, so we need to get them to play sports. It's, like, it's done in a way where I'm, like, really, like, wow, you're really intelligent and I respect you for what you're saying type of way. Like, I see you're really trying to do good in the world. I don't know. And also he's saying, like, he's not being, yeah, like, what you were saying, demeaning. Also, I was going to say something else. Um, I don't remember what the heck I was going to say. But, yeah, I thought it was, I thought that was a cool little quote Mm -hmm. to throw in there. Yeah. Um, so now the big news of the week that I feel like was a bigger deal than I ever thought it would be on Twitter. Um, people were freaking out, um, which is fine. Like, that's fine. Let's just get into this. Um, Harry signed a solo recording contract with, um, Columbia Records. And, um, this came out on June 23rd, um... And Columbia Records is the same label behind most of One Direction's U.S. business. They were primarily signed with Simon Cowell's U.K. label, Psycho Records. Um, and there's no, like, deal terms known, and we're not um, sure of any timelines for a solo album, but, like, it was just all over the news that he had signed this contract, and he, up until this point, he hadn't had one. Um, but I think at least we knew that this was coming because there had been a bunch of songs registered under his name, 
um, as like the writer and performer solely. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I thought it was kind of interesting when I saw like the follow on Twitter. I think. Um, I don't know. I was trying to think because like all the other boys are doing solo projects like golf management, production companies, record labels. Um, but I think that this is like kind of like caused a commotion because it hit a bit clo- too close to home because it's like music and we've already been through this with Zayn. And, people... and Harry's like the most popular I'd yeah. say, out of the guys, like in the US at least, like yeah. he's the most known yeah, um, especially the ones that are left in One Direction. But yeah. um, this isn't, like, confirming the end of One Direction by any means. Like, we all knew that they're exploring their own solo work during hiatus, and um, I, I think that's, like, at least what me and Caitlin expected was, like, that he was definitely going to do a solo um, music career. Yeah, and I think, like, I mean, I feel like I, I was so surprised, like, when some of the, or, like, one of the articles I read was, like, painting it in a way that it made it seem like One Direction fans were really upset about this. And, like, I mean, I didn't look too much at the reaction from everyone, but I feel like so much of... So many of us really would like to see a Harry solo album. Like, we knew this hiatus was, was, like, on, you know? We've seen it. We've lived through it for, like, (laughs) six months. Like, and we've seen Harry going into acting. We know they're doing solo projects, like, Liam's already done writing with other people and, like, that random song that came out a while back. Like, I don't... I feel like people want a Harry solo album. Like, I personally would rather have a Harry solo album next than a One Direction album. Like, I want to see what he can do by himself before, like, he gets back together with yeah. the band. And I think that's, like... I think that would be such a great um, show of growth. And I just feel like that's, like, such a... I don't know, doing your own thing and then coming back mm-hmm. would just, like... I feel like make One Direction's music so much better yeah. like I don't know I think that people have to um I don't know find who they are like in their own artistic right yeah. before they can um be like fully ready to exactly. work collaboratively exactly um and like the um articles like I was looking at um the media is already like putting Zayn and Harry like battling them head oh to head God. and being like who's gonna be the successful Justin Timberlake of the group like okay first of all One Direction is, you can't really compare them to the boy bands of the past because, like, they're all, I don't know, they just, like, their success is, like, unprecedented and, like, um, I mean, personally, I mean, I might be biased because I feel like I'm definitely more invested and know way more about One Direction than, like, other boy bands, but Mm -hmm. I feel like they are all, um, like, they're all very popular in their own rights. Yeah. So I just, like, don't understand, like, why they can't both be successful and also Zayn's music and Harry's music. There's, like, a 99.999 chance that it's going to be completely separate yeah. and different, so they're not even going to be in the same genre. So, like, th- while they both both might be played on, like, mainstream radio, it's not like they're go- both going to be, like, competing for, like, R&B single of the week yeah. or whatever. So true. I don't know why they'd pit them against each other. I mean, just because they were, like, former bandmates, but, like, yeah. they're trying to, like, stir up drama. Yeah. And, like, sure, they might... I mean, I don't know if they're on the best of terms yet, but I just feel like... It's just pointless to put people against each other and just, like, I don't know, it kind of hurts my soul to, like, see mm-hmm. them being pinned, um, like, you know, up against each other. Um, that was a weird way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just, like, why can't we all get along, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, 
But I'm excited that this has happened. I'm ready for Harry I know. Solo. I was so excited when I saw that. I was like, I are you kidding me? I'm so amped. And then I kind of saw, like, the follow on Twitter. I was like, <laughs> oh, am I the only one, like, excited yeah. for this? Like, I don't know. But the thing is, like, I know a couple episodes ago we were talking about, like, what the timeline legitimately would be. Yeah. And, like, we know he's acting in a movie right now, which is not coming out until May or June next year. July, Ju- apparently. July. July 21st, which oh. is... A long time. Well, I July July twenty first next year, <laughs> um, and like so, either he's going. And I mean, filming ends this like summer, I think. Yeah. Um, and who knows but then what promo? Yeah. So who knows what he's actually doing? Like, uh, he now might be in the studios. We just don't know. I know he's like been going back and forth from London and whatever. I don't know, like how many days he's actually on set filming versus how many days he is off. Like what other projects he's on, but like he probably isn't all the time while he while he's writing he might not be in the studio recording stuff yet like i don't know when we'd actually legitimately see an album coming out because it has to go through like production and writing and i'm sure like he wants to make it the best as possible yeah and like maybe one direction would do their album in a couple months but like this one he's gonna really like you want to come off like with your first album and make it incredible you don't want to just like throw something out there to throw something out there and now that he has time to like do his own thing and really make it what he wants to i feel like it would take more time um and then like with promo for the movie and what other other what uh, any other acting jobs that he wants to do if he wants to go more into acting like it could just be a while before we actually get solo music which means probably even longer before we get one direction music if the solo music is coming before the one direction music which i would assume and then the tour if harry does do solo music (laughs) before the one direction so there's just like a lot of stuff that we need to factor in and it can't all happen like uh when we want it to happen yeah but i want to like kind of spin that in a positive note because i feel like we're really excited to see harry music and like harry solo stuff but like obviously from the things i've seen on twitter people are like freaking out that like they're not gonna this is like the end of one direction and we're never gonna see them work together again Mm -hmm. but i just feel like i don't know like wouldn't you want to see i mean that's that's so presumptuous of me but i feel like it's gonna be awesome to see harry's like what he comes up with from that you know great brain of his and just like I don't know. I'm just trying to get people amped for a, a Harry Soul album. I feel like, why wouldn't you be? I know, like, but I feel like we can't, I mean, like, think from the other side. We are, like, yeah, we stand Harry least, so much. Yeah, we're the most biased people we I can know. probably but get. But I feel like, anyway, Harry's always, like, one of someone's favorites, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, you have an option. I mean, I, of, yeah. I see a lot of Twitter polls where they're like, That's who's so your true. favorite? And, like, majority is always yeah. Harry, and then Niall, and then Louie, and then Liam. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, Louie and Liam are slow, sort of near the bottom. Yeah. But, like, you majority is always hairy like usually over 50 percent. so like you know i feel and even if it wasn't your favorite like it's still so cool it's not like it's not like harry's ditched the band you know it's yeah like, they exactly. all decided to take a break it's nothing like it's Zane's not Zane. at all no and i think that's like people are having like war flashbacks to zane yeah. but it's it's really not like that at all it's not like he's came out and said i'm never doing anything with one direction like I don't want to be associated with them. Like, obviously, like, he's not that kind of guy. And I feel like we've been talking about it. Like, this is what is happening. Yeah. Like, it's not like a shocker. I feel like, I mean, maybe we just, like, had too high hopes or whatever. We're, like, pushing, putting our, like, own feelings out there. But I thought this was sort of expected. I know. Like, who didn't think Harry was going to go solo? They've all thought he was going to go solo for years. Literally, they thought he was going to, like, leave One Direction to go solo yeah. before Zayn even, like, had a twinkle in his eye and, about like, it. he's so freaking good. He would be amazing solo. Like, oh I just... And imagine an, a Harry solo concert. I can't. Like, we would... Hopefully, we would get, like, 
stories on top of his weirdness because like you actually get to hear from the artist about like their own stuff and that doesn't really happen with one direction because there's like five of them or four of them yeah. oh my god already. i know that's I why know. it's gonna be so sad listening i mean talking about the book because like when i heard zane I and like know. how they t- would talk about like all five of them like who what I five know. i was like oh like <laughs> there's like yeah. a surge of like i know there a were lot so of feelings. many moments we're yeah gonna get into them yeah um but i just feel like let us know your thoughts on this i'd love to hear someone with a different opinion than us or the same i don't know we all have different opinions um because um i think that like we a lot of times we say like we are too invested in this harry storyline that we can't <laughs> we like literally can't like remove ourselves like but how wouldn't why aren't you excited like beyond i would belief? be excited for any of the boys going so yeah exactly like, it's time for them to do that like i've gotten past like I feel like they're not disappearing. I want to see what else they can do as solo artists. Yeah. Like, I mean, go back and listen to my Night Before Christmas, Christmas episode-themed poem, okay? Perfect. Perfect poem. I was <laughs> just thinking about that the other day. Um, I just feel like, would you rather have a Harry solo album or them disappear for two years and just, like, kind of fade out into the existence and then, like, wait for One Direction to come back? Like, exactly. I don't know. I'd rather have, like, you know, content. Oh, here's a question. Would yeah. you rather get a Harry solo album yeah. and no One Direction albums ever? What again, the heck, Caitlin? <laughs> or get a One Direction album uh, within the next two years and then another one two years later and then another one but two years later. But never a Harry solo album? But never a Harry solo album. Oh my god, that's really hard. What if I said I want a Harry solo album and then the next One Direction album? No, could- that wasn't a choice. I know, but like, I'm trying <laughs> Um, I just, like, I, this hurts my heart, like, so badly, but I don't think they're not, I don't think One Direction's not gonna ever come back and work together. I just feel like they, I don't know, they made the promise to the fans, and I can't imagine them being... Going against that. Yeah, I can't. Because, like, also, like, if they don't, then Louis probably never gonna perform, and, like, Niall's probably yeah. never gonna perform. Yeah. Unless, like, Niall joins some band or whatever. Just, like... Or, no, because we talked about him going solo, yeah. but at least Louis, we would never see him perform. I don't think he wants to be a solo artist. Yeah. So, like, that would be so sad if he never knew what his last performance was. And I feel like he was the one most pushing for One Direction coming back. Like, really Yeah, he was always... It it was, like, Louis Louis and Niall, I feel like, were always, like, promising the fans. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like Louis knows that if it's... He doesn't want to go solo, so if One Direction doesn't come back, that's really it for performing. Yeah. Which is just so sad. He didn't know October 31st was his last one. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. But I just feel like it's a good thing. And I think change is good. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, and anyway, if, like, he does, like, I don't know. I just feel like this would really, like, shake up his artistic roots. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like, I feel like One Direction, I don't know, could use that. And like, we will see his artistic roots. Zane going from One Direction to his music, like, mind blown. So different. Yeah, so good, we too. We don't know. It. So it's good. So good. We don't know what Harry's will be like maybe he will go r&b we don't know oh what my his God. true roots are what if he just like tries to like steal that crown from that Zane? would be hilarious harry doing r&b would be man, a, that would be interesting the way he like speaks and his like oh my god I just wouldn't if work. he like tries to rap with his voice <laughs> oh yikes oh. that would be a moment in time to never forget <laughs> Um, but I think we should get into our main discussion because we have a lot to talk about. We do have a lot to talk about. Um, so our main discussion, like we mentioned earlier, is our book club, which is revolving around 
One Direction, who we are, our official autobiography. I love how they've got, like, so many colons in their title. It was so annoying, because when I was trying to do main discussion, and then I did the colon, and then One Direction, <laughs> it was, like, just too many colons. Uh, I hate that. And it just, like, looked so weird, and just, like, an endless chain. Stupid. I know, right? It just, the like... The worst... Sorry, what? Yeah, no, I The worst is when... I usually, when I'm taking notes on the paper, uh, like, in class, I'll do uh, a dot to start a line, and then... If I'm indenting, oh I'll do dashes. But if the first word after the indent, so I have a dash, and then the first word is a dashed word, it'll be like dash. Like if you're, what's what's a dash word that has like, like if you're doing like in and out burger or yeah. whatever, like has yeah. dashes yeah, in yeah. the title. I mean, that's not a great example, but there's actual <laughs> words that have dashes in yeah. them. Um, like it'll be like dash for the indent. Yeah. And then another dash and it like the formatting just throws me completely off and I hate it because oh it just God. looks stupid and then you don't know if the dash is for whatever I don't know just really like annoys me so that's so relatable and also like yeah. when you're doing um bulleted lists and you have to like go to the next one and then you want to go back to the bigger bullet but then it's like really hard to like get back so to the other annoying. one you know what I mean I do know what you mean. um but anyway back to the book um so this was published on September 25th, 2014, around two months before 4 was released. And I just wanted to read the little blurb that was, like, on um, the back of it slash just, like, on every website that you could see the book on just to, like, see before we talk about it to see if they, like, reached their goal of, like, what they wanted to say. Um, I mean, if, the, like, the blurb, like, mm -hmm. is a accurate representation. Um, for the first time ever, LOL, no, um, One Direction released their official autobiography, offering a new intimate insight into their lives as never seen before or heard. Uh, what? That was a weird way to put it. Never before seen or heard, you read Okay, <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> well, I was like, yikes, who wrote this? Um, in their first in-depth autobiography, pop sensations Niall, Zane, Liam, Harry, and Louis tell the story of their lives. From nervously auditioning to the X for the X Factor and meeting each other for the first time, to filming their hit movie, This Is Us, and releasing their best-selling third album, Midnight Memories, it really has been one incredible journey. For the first time, the boys' loyal fans were given unprecedented insight to, uh, into all of it, from their humble beginnings and lives before the X Factor, to recording their first single, touring the world, winning awards, breaking records, and much, much more. Beautifully produced and filled with never-before-seen snaps, drawings, and notes taking you behind the scenes of the creation of their music, their tours, and their incredible friendship, One Direction are ready to lay themselves bare in a way we've never seen before. Bum, bum, bum. Okay, first of all, I tweeted about this on um, Twitter, which is the only place you can tweet. Right. Um, the last sentence, One Direction are ready to lay themselves bare in a way we've never <laughs> seen before. <laughs> Um, questioning emoji, weird. eye emoji. Like, that's a really weird way to put it. Like, that seems like not something that you're doing um, in an autobiography. But Someone didn't realize this was going out to a whole bunch of young people like, <laughs> like who likes to, like to see innuendos I mean, and, read, and read, lay themselves bare and read fanfic all the time. <laughs> I mean, maybe they were trying to do be tongue in cheek or something, but maybe. I just thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this was written like, um, you know, uh, talking about Midnight Memories mo mostly because that was, like, their first, I mean, the last album they had put out and they were about to put on out for. I don't know when they wrote this, quote-unquote, as they, like, <laughs> talked it out. Um, but I think it must have been around that time. It's weird, like, seeing the cover and, like, seeing Harry with, like, pretty short hair. I'm just like, mm -hmm. who are you? Harry was going through his um, headscarf 
Um, oh, what a good phase. stage. Yeah, that was a good. He phase. needs to bring that back as he regrows out his hair. Oh my god, I forgot. I'm so ready. Um, there was like the one of the first pictures of him with like actually short hair, like out on the town the other day. Did you see that? No way. Oh. Uh, Oh, no, with, with someone? Yeah, it was with someone. And it looks sort of like um, Justin Timberlake-ish. What? <laughs> like, it looked really curly and short up here. Oh, uh, sort of. And also, it was, like, in the darkness. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah, it was in the void, so you couldn't even really see <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I was just like, Harry, please. Like, because like, every time when he goes out, he's always wearing his I hat. Know, which makes me think he doesn't like his hair. I know. There was a whole article speculating as to why he hides it. Either that or he's got some big magazine deal. Like, you know, he's going to make a lot of money if he doesn't oh show God. his hair. It's one well, or the other. Yeah, or he doesn't know how to style it properly. Yeah. Or, so like, he doesn't have weird. time and he's going to the movie set and they're going to style it, so he might as well shove a hat over yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair, too. And also, like, a lot of times when we see him out, he's, like, exercising. Yeah. Um, there was a really weird article that I kind of want you to, like, maybe talk about in another episode or something but it was like really weird it was i was just googling like, harry styles to see if any articles would come up and mm. one of them was like harry styles a real man's man and i was like harry styles is like literally the opposite of a man's <laughs> man like he pretty much clearly like opposes that um but they were saying that like um they're t- like you know commenting how he dresses outside the gender binary and like mm-hmm. trash uh like is not afraid to be like like you know traditionally feminine um and then he- they were saying like but that won't fly with his new movie career um or like the new movie movie he's gonna be in like the world war ii one like he has to really learn how to be like really macho and stuff and then they're showing pictures i know no the stupidest part was like they were showing pictures of him on his like the run that we were talking about last week when Uh he was like snunching up his nose (laughs) (laughs) scrunching scrunching up his nose and like eating an apple or whatever And their, ca- and their caption was, see, even here, like, he's not afraid to, you know, make his face into some, like, what? some more manly faces that, like, he oh wouldn't be God. caught dead in a uh, year ago. I'm like, what no. are you talking about? He has done that face for, like, as long <laughs> as I can remember. Slash, it's just a face. Like, that's not, Literally. like, any commentary on, like, gender <laughs> norms. Like, I'm just, I'm so confused. He's, snun- like, snunches. Like, <laughs> he scrunches up his nose and suddenly he's a man's man. Like, what that's kind of stupidest weird thing, thing? I know. Like, the beauty of Harry is he wears clothes like because he likes to wear I know. clothes like you've seen him in his like kanye or whatever they are the big chunk boots, yeah. like the brown ones with his like shorts and like it's not like he doesn't ever wear like more masculine looking yeah. things like that picture of him running with the dog like, <laughs> <laughs> where he had those doesn't get more manly than that shorts on and like shirt off and he had hat his, back yeah hat backwards like that was pretty manly. Hello, masculine. Like, <laughs> masculine okay? icon. But he can work the other side, too, with his white pants and frilly shirts, okay? Let the yeah. boy live. I know. Jesus. I know. It was the weirdest article. <laughs> Honestly, maybe I'll put it in. I think, like, I, um, I remember, like, when we were um, trying to start up, like, segments for, our, like, what we should do. Like, uh-huh. one of them was, like, weirdest headline or rumor of the week or, like, weirdest <laughs> article. And there have been a lot of weird we ones, I'm telling in. you. Because of, like, the <laughs> hiatus, people are really <laughs> reaching. I am... <laughs> Oh, so God. um yeah i think i should bring that back because the some of the things that i've seen <laughs> are really great but let's get into it i um really did not do a great job of organizing this i kind <laughs> of just did like a uh you know when i was listening to it i was just like taking notes because like i just didn't know how to like organize it in a way that would be not just a big old mess uh-huh. um so it's more organized than i am i have nothing <laughs> 
She did listen to it, though, so I don't come listen. for her. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, I think we should just go through boy by boy and just kind of talk about the, like, main highlights. Because I think a lot of the stuff we had already known, at least, like, we yeah. have already known. Plus, I've listened to it before. Oh, you have? Yeah. This was my okay. second time around listening. This is the so, first like, time listening It wasn't, me. like, a shocker to me, everything. But it's still nice yeah. to... Plus, like, we pretty much know everything. <laughs> I, I want to know what you think is new, because I listened, like, when it came out, so a couple years ago. Oh, okay. But I want to know what seemed new to you, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, like, most of the stuff that I had written about was either, like, stuff that I hadn't known before or, like, e- like stuff that made me emo. So, like, <laughs> um, let's just jump into the Nile segment. Wait, four? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to, like, catch you before you started. <laughs> I clearly did. Um, the I know you briefly mentioned it, how it's not really written, like, written yeah. by the boys. Do you talk about that anywhere in your notes or no? Um, sort of, but not really. Okay, so I'll bring it up. Yeah. So, it's like, if you listen to the audiobook, which I recommend you do so you can hear their lovely voices, Yeah. Um, you can tell that they're just, like, answering an interviewer's question. Yeah, you can hear the interviewer sometimes. <laughs> like, you can literally hear him. I was like, please edit that out. Like, Harry was, like, talking to someone on the side at I one know. point, like, thanking them for, like, giving him some number that he didn't know. Yeah. So, like, and, like, they're all like, um, I think, you know, like, yeah. it was just fine. But it's also, like, not an, a, like, written audiobook. It's, like, prompted yeah. questions. And then they're starting them off sort of, like, so that you have an idea. So they're like, when we were on the X Factor, yeah. like, they were told to, like, restate the question or something so you could understand um but yeah not quite an like a written autobiography but you know i think good content that some of it like at least for like niall it seemed like some of it was that he was reading off of it Mm -hmm. and some of it with liam it seemed like he was like reading off because he would like sometimes like mess up the wording or whatever maybe that's like just a normal human thing to do when you're talking to but some of it i think like niall's the only one who i thought that at some point he could be wow (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, no, Niall, I thought there might be some points. Like, they maybe, maybe they were told to go prepare a little bit. I don't know what it was. He wrote, like, one sentence. Yeah. Harry is just like, no, I just want to be, like, really genuine Let me talk authentic. about the sunset for Oh, my God, yes! <laughs> literally, I was dying. I was like, literally, I just could imagine, like, the um, that Louis interview, or not the Louis interview, it was, like, the interview where they were in some, like, weird bedroom or something, and then Harry's just talking about being lost in the city or whatever. <laughs> Louis just, like, turns to him slightly and just like, what are you on about, Harry? And it was just like, great. Um, I need to go find that interview. It was a a great one. Um, But yeah, Niall, are we we ready to dive in? I'm ready. No more interruptions. Okay, um, this Niall River. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the first one of the first things he talked about was Busted being his first concert and McFly opening up for them. And now he's literally writing songs with them. And That's didn't so crazy. Um, make Busted, which is like the conjoining of their yeah. bands. Um, didn't they open up for t- One Direction at one point? Uh, yeah, they opened up, I think, for like a summer thing. Or like maybe like a one, one tour. One tour in yeah. Europe or England or... England. Or Australia or something like that. It was like a few tour dates. And yeah. like, just like, that is literally the definition <laughs> of goals. Like, are you kidding me? The first, like thing you've ever seen and like that like was what what inspired you to like get into music almost and then they one you write with them two you're friends with them three they literally opened up for you now like crazy talk about goals like i can't even understand that my first concert was hillary duff i was eight rows in 
and it was great. Wow. Do you, you remember what you went to a year? lot of good concerts when you were young. You went to Cheetah Girls. Oh my god, yes. And I was in uh, kind of embarrassed because I was fifth grade, so it was kind of like a little bit uncool at that uh-huh. point. But I was like, you know, what? screw that. Yeah. And Jonas Brothers opened up. F- they were the opening opening act. The opening act was Ali and AJ. Also great. Potential I heard breakup they song. Were coming back possibly. What? I saw that once. On oh my Twitter god. Recently. Potential breakup song. A true iconic hit. How about what was that movie they were in? The milk one. Oh my Cow god. Bells. Oh my god. Not as great, but that's okay. I know that one always kind of bugged me, but I watched it anyway. Yeah, so true. Um, my first concert was Carrie Underwood. Oh, that was not that long ago. Yeah, I was pretty old. I was like eighth grade. I mean, oh, I mean that's what? not that old. Were you eighth grade? Well, ninth grade we went to Lady Gaga and Carrie Underwood must. Have oh been my god! That. For some reason, I thought it was like tenth grade. Wow. No. Oh wow! I thought it was shorter time. Wow. Yeah, Lady Whoa. Gaga was great. Although I was just I wearing did her see High School Musical on Ice before. Are you kidding? That one. That's wait with actual the actual? not the actual oh. people, but my mom surprised us by that's bringing so exciting. us to the Sound Tigers stadium and seeing high school musical nice um that's dope and, and that was i, I was I a little that. old but I honestly i would do that now <laughs> like, high school musical is one now of the only musicals cool i like do it though that would, yeah would... we just feel like it's so ironic we're yeah. like both living our childhood like so nostalgic you know hashtag only 90s kids will remember even though it was in the 90s yes. um i was gonna say something but i don't remember that's just like the entire episode i'll just like when i'm editing also like i go back and like remember oh, what i was talking so about annoying. and it was the worst and i'm sorry that you have to do this because i hate when people don't remember things it's the worst. um but maybe one day one day one day when i'm editing and it will come to me maybe i'll just like throw Insert in a segment. It. yeah um but a part that like really got to me when he said my childhood was cut short because he was I 16 know. when he auditioned i didn't realize that i thought like oh harry was the baby of the group mm-hmm. but i mean harry was 16 when he auditioned but so was niall yeah and like I don't know. That was just, that's so young. Like, I was trying to think of, like, what I was doing when I was 16. I was just, like, I don't even know, wearing velvet um, track suits and, like, having my brace, like, crying over getting braces. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was, like, an infant. Yeah, I think, and, like, especially, I don't know if it was him or one of the other boys or, like, Literally, like, I packed my bags, and I didn't know it at the time, yeah. but, I, like, that was me moving out. Like, yeah. that, like, made me just think of how emotional anything, any time, passage of time for me is, and to not even know it's coming. Yeah. Like, I would think back to that and, like, probably cry every time. Like, yeah. That just seems so sad and like despite it being like an amazing opportunity it's still crazy you're that, so like, young and like that's when they stopped being young because yeah. like they were thrown into the adult world like and mixed with people who are older and whatever and just so crazy i just feel like that's like basically if you if you threw like 16 year old me in the midst of college or something and expected yeah. me to like know what i was doing or just like threw me into like an office and we're just like here this is where you're doing for the rest so of your bad. life i just but somehow is also your dream to work in an office, like, so it's not, like, all terrible, um, but, yeah, I think that, like, that's a part of, um, the This Is Us movie that always gets me, too, when I think it was, um, Anne Harry's mom, where she was, like, yeah, they, I didn't know it at the time, but, like, that was, like, the last time, or yeah. maybe it was Louis's mom, I don't know, someone was, no, like, Liam's dad, too, was really yeah. upset about it. all of them were, and, like, that's the point that I always cry at. And, like, if they all say it, you know it's true. I know. <laughs> Hashtag confirmed. Yep. Um, and, okay, so when they were talking about um, their, like, earlier gigs, mm-hmm. Niall said that they played at a couple of bar mitzvahs. I know, I was like, 
Oh, who are those freaking lucky kids? Also, I was, like, trying to look up pictures of this, but there is no evidence. <laughs> but obviously, he wouldn't be making this up. So yeah. I just, like, want the evidence and, like, who got One Direction <laughs> at their bar and bat mitzvah because that would be honestly iconic. Could you actually imagine? I just, I, I want those videos. Like, I don't understand, like, why you wouldn't be sharing that all over the place. Screw you, Sarah, for not inviting One Direction to your bat mitzvah. I know. We could have. Was, was that at the right age? No. Because no. we were, like, uh, 13 damn it but you know oh well oh well what never was what never will be yeah um but if anyone has like pictures or video that you found on the internet of that please let us know because i would love to see them just like getting down a bar and bat mitzvah i wonder if they put on all the things that you got at bar mitzvahs back oh my god like the cool like sunglasses and like the cool like party things yeah that was always so fun like i love bar and bat mitzvahs it was was, like crap and i wanted to keep it all i swear i have like it I definitely in my room still do. Because it has like the names like embossed on it, and you're oh, just like, this yeah. is so cool. Like, <laughs> I went to a party. Like, yep. I just remember like my um, my social life was never as like lit as it was like during like the couple of like, it was like bar and bar mitzvah season when you would go to like a couple of mm-hmm. weekends and like you'd always have to get like cool fancy dresses. And it wasn't just like a lame party like that you go to now where you like just, you can't dress up for it. And it's yeah. not like you're not getting fed, you're not getting to listen to cool music. You know? Yeah, I totally know. So, whatever. It was great. Um, and also, there was this one story that stuck out to me, too. Um, he was talking about two fans in Sweden what um, wh- um, who were waiting outside of the recording studio, and the boys didn't even know that they were, for, like, they were there for them until they, like, the, um, the girls had, like, called out to them. And, like, it's so cool that he, like, remembers those two people and, mm-hmm. like, how, like, I don't know. I think that you always... I feel like remember like the f- beginning stages or like the first day of something. I just feel like yeah. are the like the most iconic in your mind. Um, the beginning stages. It's just like because it's also new, so it's like more fresh in your mind. Yeah. Um, but I just like feel like that's so cool. And imagine being those two fans like that's that. Crazy. Like and they the boys remember them. I hope they listen to this like audiobook. Yeah, I hope so. I'd be I'd be freaking out. I know. I'd put that I on my resume. I always think that like just listening to now that i've been listening to a lot of audiobooks yeah like hearing famous people mention like different fans they had interaction with or like different comments they've read online like in their books like do those people will they ever know that their yeah. like comment or their their story like who was it mindy kaling talked about a girl i think that she once gave a bad answer to during an interview like a young girl who asked her like how you get your confidence up and she like was tired and gave a crappy answer so she like rewrote a whole chapter about what she'd actually say and i'm like i hope that girl oh my god how incredible is this that minnie's talking about you and her audiobook and the fact that it like stuck with her that badly yeah you know what i mean like i just feel like that makes celebrities so much more human like the fact that they like they get like anxious over something they say to like an interviewer you know what i mean like Like, that's so cool i love that um and then niall also said he doesn't really get homesick but some of the other boys did Mm -hmm. um which i can totally see i feel like niall's just kind of the guy who just like kind of just floats around life and just is like happy in any situation he's in um which is a really cool way to be yeah Um, i'm trying i was trying to trying to think of like what my homesickness is compared to that like do you get really homesick do you think um not really especially like I thought I was gonna be like so homesick especially when I was away um in England for a semester because there's like no way I could come home and like Mm -hmm. at least when I'm at college um in Boston it's only like a um, bus ride away or a car ride away um I mean it's like kind of a far long like 
three hour ride, but it's not like a complete ocean. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like whenever I'm homesick, um, I just like FaceTime my family, which is usually enough. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would just think, I don't know. I don't usually get really homesick. Although like sometimes if you're just like having a really bad day and you really yeah. want like hugs. That's what I was going to You know say. what I mean? Like, like I feel yeah. like I don't get it on like a daily basis. But sometimes like, it like just not... all hits you at once. Yeah. And you're just, like, like this, I want a hug. this past semester I was at school a lot and like my roommate wasn't there and I didn't really have a social life. Yeah. Like you can tell I'm not like super like popular at school or whatever, but like it was nice being by myself. But, like, I didn't really feel, like, super homesick. The only times I would say, I mean, it didn't really happen when I was alone at school because there was no one to, like, get upset at. But I know, yeah. like, sometimes, like, if you're away at school and maybe you get frustrated with someone or, like, you just need space, that's when you feel it most where you, like, yeah. you just need to go home and be with, like, other people and, like, just have your family who knows you so you can just, like, chill and get a hug or something like yeah. that. Yeah, because I'm, like, not even, like, a hugger, but I just remember mm -hmm. just, like, sometimes there was just, like, sometimes I needed it, and I was just, like, wow, this sucks that the only thing I can do is FaceTime, which is, like, still great and, like, really, I'm sure it improves the lives of many because I know it improves my life, but, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but I think that's, I feel like all the other boys probably got homesick. Like, I could see Niall being, like, the kind of the only one to mm -hmm. just be, like, a floating butterfly. yeah. Um, but that's pretty cool. I don't know. Um, and Niall also said he doesn't see himself as a celebrity. I think this must have been a question that the interviewer asked because yeah. all of the boys um, I know, it was answered so this. weird to hear. Like, you could tell they were all asked about certain things. Like, very specific questions. Yeah. yeah. Um, he said, I don't see myself as a celebrity. You can stay away from paparazzi. I've done it for the last four years. Either you want to be papped or you don't. Um, which is interesting. I feel like mm -hmm. that's kind of like an insider secret. Um, because Niall always manages to stay away from the headlines. And, like, even if, like, something gets stuck to him, like, it only lasts like, for, like, maybe a day. Like, there's no really, room, like, big rumors about his love life or anything. Mm -hmm. Like, he just truly, like, is yeah. just... It slides right off of him. I think that he really does just try to, like, be in it for the music and just, like, yeah. I don't know, just trying to be his chill chill Nile self yeah and he was like I just stay in my house and I was like yeah that's me I know like the most relatable celebrity <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard of honestly like honestly I feel like we could be friends like yeah it would be great. and you know like Niles had like relationships and stuff yeah but, like he literally doesn't talk about it like if yeah. asked if he's in a relationship he'll say he's single like yeah. bingo that's how you do it don't yeah. let anyone know that you're dating someone or like if you are whatever yeah and I, I don't know I just feel like you can Maybe not everyone. I feel yeah. like like Harry obviously has been in the press a lot, but like he's so much more well known and like you know, he probably doesn't want to be papped walking to like yogurt stores or whatever with his friend, but like you know, I don't know. Yeah. Like it's I guess Niall is also someone who flies a bit under the radar. Yeah. For and like sure. if you go to like Thailand, not everyone's gonna know who you are. Yeah. When he was like backpacking around, mm -hmm. like in disguised glasses or whatever. <laughs> just had sunglasses on and yeah. he's like who is he <laughs> yeah it's like in all the marvel movies where they just have a like they literally just wear sunglasses and a baseball cap and they're just like i'm in disguise <laughs> yeah. um but yeah he was saying like he's um like he'd call himself the worst celebrity in the world because he'd rather stay at home or like go out to the pub and like have a few pints with friends yeah. and i just feel like he's so grounded and down to earth mm -hmm. um i just feel like even though i feel harry is um he just 
still does um harry definitely gives off the air of like a famous person not in like a bad way he but he just does like give that off and niall just like honestly gives off the vibe of someone you you would just like hit up a conversation with like um during like at a pub or something yeah um also it's weird to me that because they were talking about um this is us movie that had come out a year before that or who knows like when they were talking about this but mm-hmm. they were talking about that this is us uh, movie premiere and it's honestly wild to me that their movie was just on their second world tour like it was during the take me home tour it feels like it was like when they were so like i knew them for so i know right much but we had seen them live by them question yes because it was um wait had we yeah because that was our first time seeing no wait we saw yeah, them we did. in July. And yeah, we did. Came out in August. Yeah, so we did see it. Yeah. Um, but also they, because we saw them on their um, where we are tour, which was a third tour, and then like this was like because it was a year in the making, obviously, so it wasn't. Yeah. But it was still it was still weird because to see them like, because it wasn't like that long ago. I know. Um, the timeline really messes me. Yeah, up. it really messes me up because it's like just the thought that like going from up all night to take me home and just like so much changed like it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like those are the same people like just a yeah. year later it's just really wild to me like it just seems like there should have been like three albums in between yeah and now also that like the movie's been out for uh three years almost oh my like, god it's just very weird yeah that is really weird and also just thinking like when we um when it came out we were in freshman in or in not high school in college and like thinking about like how much we've changed since then and like thinking about how much they've changed since then like that's so weird to think about um and he said that the london premiere of their movie was the best day of his career which i think is really cool and i think i could Mm -hmm. i could definitely see that because um i mean just imagine going to your own movie premiere and just like being so stoked to just like share this thing that you've been like a part of for like so long with like everyone and just like was know. it him who was talking about all the people who had worked on the movie? No, that was Harry, I think. Never mind. Okay. I don't know. Um, and then, um, also they were talking about 1D Day, which we need to do an episode about. I just, like, we don't know really, how... I really do. I literally don't know how to tackle it. <laughs> that would be so hard to tackle. I think that maybe, like, going through, like, videos of, like, 1D Day highlights. But yeah. then, like, what if people think that, like, highlights aren't you know, like, our highlights, like, what if we want, I don't need to, I mean, maybe we'll watch the entire eight hours, like, we'll just watch the Talk Dirty to Me video again and again. For eight hours straight. (laughs) Oh my god, that was a great, just little surprise. I saw a a tweet or a Tumblr post or something yesterday, I don't know if it was yesterday, anyway, recently, um, that was, like, when you don't like a song that much, but then you, like, fall in love with it when, like, something about a celebrity... I don't know what the caption yeah. was, but it was about Talk Dirty to Me and One Direction. And That's I so true. It. That, like, literally brought that that song on the scene. I like, know. the first time I heard it, I was like, this is a jam, what is it? And then, like, it was, like, everywhere after yeah. that. Um, so, like, that was great marketing on their part. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the, he, uh, about one D-Day, Niall said, in typical One Direction fashion, we were terrible at it, which I thought was so funny, because that really is truly really One Direction is. fashion. One D-Day, I'm so glad they were God, not on top of it. I know, like, could you imagine if it, like, all went seamlessly and they no. all knew what they were doing? Like, I mean, that would never happen in a million years, but I'm glad that it was, like, exactly I how I wanted it to be. Trying to see Louis, like, 
make up for the fact that they didn't know what they were doing. He's like, okay, and we're moving yeah. on here, and uh, we <laughs> don't was, like, see not that subtle, teleprompter. Yeah. And, uh, like, yeah, it was just funny, because, like, they would, like, call out their, like, mistakes, and, like, yeah. that's, like, what it made. I feel like that's yeah. what makes 1D, like, so lovable and relatable, so, is just because, yeah. like, they call out their mistakes, and they're not, they don't try to hide it. Yeah. Um, and just, like, how they would always say, like, roll the VT when yeah. you're not supposed to say that, like, <laughs> stupid. Um, and also, I was just, like, really amazed at some of the vocabulary words, like, Nia would just throw in, I like. I know! Trepidation! Yeah, trepidation! I, I, was dude, like, right? I was like, okay, this is where I was like, that is point, I was like, is it written? Yeah. Like, did he thesaurus that yeah. word? Like, and I was going scared or, like, whatever, yeah. like, I was putting in my own words. Yeah, and, like, he used sheepishly, too, mm-hmm. just, like, in a really casual context. <laughs> And I was like, oh my god, Niall, like, yes, like, get it. Um, and he is delightful again, which now I'm realizing cute. he uses that word quite a bit. Really? And I'm like, that is so cute. No one uses the word delightful. Oh like, my god, oh, that is just beautiful. so, like, I don't even know, like, older man, like, cheery tour yeah. guide. There was a guy in my, um, an older guy um, who worked for my study abroad program who's just, like, the most cheerful man Ooh. you will ever met- meet. His name was, um... Oh god, Andrew Butterworth. And like, oh could you my imagine? God, could Andrew you imagine? Butterworth? And he was just like this angel who was just like so what excited about name. everyone and everything and just like would tour you around and just like be so pumped. And like I could see him he definitely did use the word delightful like more than <laughs> twice. Um so I just that's adorable. Like delightful, like mm. I'm I'm so glad Niall is that's in his vocabulary. Um and then one thing I didn't know was um which I think they've never talked about this before. Um, they talked about where they got the Where We Are tour name from. Um, they're saying that, like, whenever they go to, like, a new, like, cool, huge place, um, or, and, like, they're just like, in a huge stadium, they're, like, always talking to each other and saying, like, look where we are. So mm-hmm. then they chose, like, that is really where cool. we are. Which I think is really cute, because it's kind of a weird name. Yeah, and it's an insight into, like, how, like, shocked they were and how many moments they probably stood there and be like, guys, like, look where the hell we yeah. are. Yeah. Like, this is incredible. I think it would have been cooler if they ma- named it Look Where We Are, though. That would have been cool. Yeah. Would have differentiated from who we are and I know. this is us. I know. Who, when, and where? Like, yeah. Yes, they all Why are we here? <laughs> <laughs> what is Earth's purpose? Literally, they need to get some more unique names for their tours. Oh my god! And the this moment and that moment. Yeah, <laughs> like that There's moment. Too many vague sentences, vague fragments. Yeah, I can't keep them. I know, straight. and it's not very like One Direction. Like I don't even know. It doesn't fit with their brand. Like you're not yeah. like philosophical. <laughs> like yeah. you know, this is a pop band. Like exactly. I know that you want to have dimensions, but like it doesn't have to be like the sixth dimension. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Did you want to say anything more about Nile section? Um. Hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm sorry that didn't like, take any notes. Yeah, I mean you so. were driving, so yeah, that was. makes sense. Um, I wish you had like a like a scribe to yeah. be dictating to. Um, well, this is helping me think of things. So. Okay. Yeah, I just kind of like wrote down everything that I thought was interesting. So I mean, let's hope that like there's nothing that you would um rather have said. Um, let's get into Liam now. Um. I liked that Liam talked about his family and was saying how his dad was, like, his, like, really big motivator and, like, Mm -hmm. his driving force and, um, like, really always believed that Liam would do something in music because I just feel like um, a lot of times um, parents aren't as, um, I don't know, supportive with, like, 
careers based on the arts. Yeah. And just especially, like, music careers or, like, I don't know, any kind of artistry career. They're just, like, mm-hmm. you can't make a living out of that. But the yeah. fact that, like, his dad, like, from day one was just, like, I know I, like, always knew that you're going to do something in music and, like, make a career mm-hmm. out of that is, like, just so, like, beautiful and just, like, I don't know. That's, like, a, such a great, like, parenting, yeah. like, tip. Because, I don't know, like, artists, I mean, just, like, arts are never valued the way they should be, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And I think also, like, and, and Liam's dad said this in the movie, where he said, like, it's not only just the moms who cry, it's the dads, yeah. too, or whatever. And, like, this makes you remember, like, it's not, I don't know, like, there's such a, I feel like, a stereotype of gender and, like, who wants to motivate your kids. And you might think, oh, the mom's always, like, trying to be proud and pushing and whatever. But, like, this is his dad was, like, doing all those types of things. And, like, I don't know, I think it's a really nice to hear it from like the dad's perspective as well i know because you always hear like of dads like i'm thinking of um high school musical where um you know um the the trope of the dad is like trying to force the son to like do something and then the son's like that's your dream dad not mine brilliant (laughs) but you know liam's dad was just always there for him and that's just oh that makes me so happy that there are parents out there that do that Mm -hmm. um and also a cute line that Liam said was um, that his or their like One Direction's guardian angel were or slash are their fans. Like that's, that's just cute. that's adorable way to put it. I love that. We really are. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, this is like fragmented as all hell. So I'm sorry if it's just, you're getting whiplash from this, but I just like really had no other way to say it. Also, I think the book was kind of fragmented. So it like definitely so, was so, like there would be like yeah. a random pause and then like, like move on after to like one a completely sentence. different. Like I'm like, what is this? Yeah, this is so odd. I know. We'll talk about this at the end, like to see if like they could have maybe um done it in a better yeah. scenario. I mean, setting. Nope, not setting. Like, format. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, also another interesting thing I thought he said was that he... They didn't really have a chance to soak up All Night... Up, up All Night's success or first album. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that they still like feel haven't like they haven't celebrated. celebrated it. Like, how weird is that? So like, weird. that was their first album and that was, like, probably their, like, probably their biggest shot because they didn't expect it to do yeah. that well. And they, like, one, it hasn't sunk in. Two, they haven't, like celebrated it because like I, they're probably like always going 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 yeah. like you can't you kind of just like hear that it's doing well and i'm sure just like on to the next thing mm-hmm. like so, I, yeah sometimes and this happens like with just with our podcast and like yeah. smaller scale things so not the same but <laughs> um like you whenever you like reach a goal or whatever there always seems to be like a goal that's even bigger and yeah. you're never sort of you're never getting to where you want to be because there's always something else next to do. And yeah. You're always, like, dreaming bigger. Or just, like, feeling like, oh, I've re- reached this, but, like, I'm not at the other point that I yeah. want to be yet. Um, so I think that's, like, why it's so nice, like, when other people congratulate you and, like, sort of just, like, remind you that, like, you've accomplished things because it's, like, sometimes hard to do that to yourself because um, you're just, like, in it and you're just, like, always, like, you know, your hardest critic. So mm-hmm. it's, like, when other people, and I'm sure, like, this is how they feel about their fans is like when people are like you did so great and like you're so successful and like all this stuff i think that's like a nice thing yeah there's a quote that i heard on another podcast it's like one who is is not satisfied with what he has will never be satisfied with what like he goes in is like yeah yeah for sure because you always want something else Um, it's hard to be satisfied with what you have because like yeah capitalism pushes you to want more so true and also I just feel like there's a you have to achieve a balance. I haven't achieved this at all between like tr- like wanting to work to your goals 
um i don't know what the heck you hear some like weird keyboard <laughs> chimey music um i don't know my brother recently acquired a keyboard or something but i'm hearing it in the background um but yeah i feel like you have to achieve a balance between like w- like having the motivation to reach your goals but also like be happy with where yeah. you are because that's such a hard balance it's to like so how could hard. you have both i don't it's know because so sometimes i feel like i'm too happy with where i am and i should be striving to do more but then hate goals i know right oh i feel like pick and choose where i I like vague sort of like things i don't like immediate goals that i have to reach i don't know those stress me out or like things goals and like i know I, i probably said this on the podcast like when i was on the crew team and my coach would want us to have like a goal for what our like time would be. I would just like never give one because I didn't want to set a goal for myself. Because then you feel terrible if you don't make it. Yeah, I, and then like you really have to work hard and like oh that's just not something I want to do. I want to do it because like I want to do it and yeah. have fun. But like there's other instances where maybe a goal would be good. I know. Not that I like them at all, really. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. And then also I found that, like, sometimes, like, especially when I'm writing, like, to-do lists or something, I'll, like, write out all my to-do lists. And then, like, for some reason, as if, like, the flip, like, a switch flipped, I'm just, like, I'm not going to do any of this now. Now that I, like, know that I have to do it. Like, I'm just, like, I'm too overwhelmed and I'm not yeah. doing literally any of it. Yeah. So, like, I don't, I feel like I, I feel the, like, the same way the about goals. the easiest thing. Yeah, like, and then that's it. Pretend you're doing something. Oh, I've crossed off three things. Or you, like, literally already did the thing, but, like, you write it down anyway <laughs> to cross it off and feel like you did yes, something. Yes, exactly. I mean, I think that's, like, a thing that they teach you to do, actually, to, like, make yourself feel more motivated yeah. or, like, write things on your list that you know you're going to do anyway. Uh-huh. Or, like, easy things, like, take a shower, because sometimes that can be hard. But, oh, like, my God, I know. I'm debating if I'm showering tomorrow or not. I'm not sure. <laughs> Sometimes it's always so nice, though, because then you're like, wow, I know. why didn't I do this sooner? I know, but, you know, I'm yeah. going to be in the pool anyway. So oh, weird. I know. Um, but, yeah, so they were talking about their time on the Big Time Rush Tour, which was, like, um, I don't even know what what teen slash preteen like um big time rush you never watched it what was that a show what was a nickelodeon nickelodeon that's what it was i didn't know what tv station it was on um yeah i never really watched it but they were a boy band that one direction opened for um in the u.s and um they apparently were told like not to tell the crowd to like sing along and i was like really confused as to like why that was a thing but then later on louis explained that um since it wasn't their show they might not have the greatest reaction so to like not expect people to like know Mm -hmm. like their songs um and um liam was saying how everyone knew the words anyway and it was like a really big shock i want to know like for people if any of our listeners went to any of those shows like to see if more people it sounded like more people knew like one direction and were there for one direction almost than like they were for big time rush if they like everyone knew the words to the one direction song and this was the only way to see one direction was to go to a big time rush song and like people were wearing one direction t-shirts yeah like i don't know i I could totally see that that. would be really sucky for big time rush i know by the way aren't a band anymore yeah yikes oh they really broke up i didn't know i mean it was a it was a tv show oh right so like i remember one of the girls i was like sort of acquaintances with in um in high school we sat at the same lunch table she'd always like she was the first one to be into one direction i was like who are these like (laughs) losers you know she met them on the big time rush tour oh my god that's so i know and like she was talking about like how she went just for them so like i know there are people who did that um, so, I mean... Quite possibly, everyone was there for 1D. Poor Big Time Rush. <laughs> um, 
And then he was talking about the O2, which is this giant arena slash stadium, I think, um, somewhere in the UK. I should have <laughs> looked that up. Um, and he was saying like he was London, London. Yeah, yeah. And um, he was saying how he this is also a new story I'd never heard before. Um, he wanted to go when he was a kid and there was like an opportunity to go with his school. But his um, sister wanted to go, too, and his parents couldn't afford um, for, to, like, to send both him and his sister. So since his sister was older and they thought that, like, she would, like, appreciate it more, they let his sister go. And um, he, uh, she bought him a pencil sharpener to, like, commemorate the occasion. <laughs> and, like, the fact that he remembers this so clearly is so cute. And, like, so yeah. they got to, like, One Direction got to perform at the O2, like, multiple times and, like, sold it out, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so just, like, the fact. This is, like, another thing of like, the Big Busted thing from, yeah. like, seeing them in concert to now working with them. It's and so then crazy. Just having a pencil sharpener, not being able to, like, go. I want him to, I wanted him to be, like... I still have it. I know, I know. I was like, I would still have it. I know, it's in my pocket right now, actually. (laughs) Carry it around with me. Yeah, I made a locket of it. (laughs) um, But yeah, and also he, I thought this was nice too. I think sometimes like Liam is very, um, I don't know. I don't want to say PC because that's not the word I mean, but like he's just very like surface level of like what he says in interviews because we always talk about like how he's the one to like just take on the interview even like when mm-hmm. people don't want to say anything he'll like just speak for the group and like yeah. just like give like really standard answers to like tough questions. Um, but he was talking about how there was a period of time in his life where he wouldn't take notice of other people's lives and like he would interrupt people with news about the band instead of like listening to their stories. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was saying how it's easy to get self-obsessed with like in this like fame obsessed world, um, and how he needed to like check himself. And it wasn't like about him being like self-obsessed. He was just like so excited with news about the band, but like he realized he had to like. I can see like little Leo. Yeah. Can't you? so cute like that. Yeah. And, like, I could see how it's frustrating for other people, too, because they're like, I, okay, like, I'm taking exams at school, like, okay, like, uh, yeah. I'm sure they're excited for him, but also, like, kind of tiring, and I'm sure, like, someone probably told him one time that's just, like, dude, like, you need to stop. Yeah. Like, this sounds like something that, like, he only knew because someone told him, you know what I mean? Yeah, I wonder how it'd be to be, like, that friend where you're, I mean, obviously, you'd be so, like, happy for them getting famous, and you'd probably, like, think it was so cool that you get, like, the insider to some famous person, but, like... On the other hand, you're not famous and, like, you're not the one making all that money. So, like, how it would be to, like, be the friend of a famous person. I know. I feel like in just, um, like, daily lives, just our normal mundane lives, it's kind of, like, it's always, I don't know. I don't want to say, like, hard to be excited for friends because obviously not. But, like, especially, like, if he or they had friends that, like, wanted to do the same thing as you. Like, if they wanted to do singing and... Like, Harry was in a band. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and, like, I know his cousins, too, are, like, in a band and they sing Yeah, so I could see that being kind of, like, you kind of being bitter a little bit about it. Um, But, I mean, you get perks because you get all this cool stuff. I know Mm -hmm. Louis was talking about, like, how he brought his friends along and, like, showed them room service for the first time. I know. (laughs) Like... (laughs) It was so funny. Yeah. Um, and also Liam was talking about his, um, writing on Midnight Memories, which was cool because, um, this is, like, the first album that they really uh, had a hand in, like, 
like full on really um and they were saying that midnight memories was their most personal album to date and that made them want to keep being involved in the writing process and i'm sure that like i don't know just like cool to see like when this was in the beginning stages because i like kind of forgot that they like hadn't really worked on stuff mm-hmm. early despite on. having like some creds yeah like in the yeah. songwriting yeah. but like who knows what those creds were actually and like whether or not they were just like oh we want to throw it in so they seem like yeah you know oh they were there that day you know oh well, yeah um but i just thought it was cool because then we get to like see where it all started and then like mm-hmm. they obviously got really into it especially louis and liam um so yeah that was liam's part did you remember anything else? Nope. Okay. <laughs> it's like they all like mesh together because they talk yeah. about the same thing. So it's yeah. kind of hard to like distinguish. Um, so Louis also talked about his parents. Um, I thought it was sweet because I feel like a, a lot of them did. Um, and he said he got his ambition from his mom and goes to her for advice. And they have a really great um, like relationship, which is awesome. Yeah. And I feel like they're they're quite close in age because I think she he had him when she was like she had him when he she was like 16 or 17 or something. Yeah. So they're, like, he's, like, and I know they both say it, like, on Twitter and stuff, like, they're best friends or whatever. Yeah. I just think that's, like, such a cool, interesting relationship. And, I don't know, I'm so glad he has such, a, like, an awesome mom to be there for him. I know. I feel like that's, an, like, a way to stay grounded, to, yeah. like, have your family and they're just, like, having their normal lives. And, like, obviously they're affected by your fame, but mm-hmm. they're still, like, your mom. Like, yeah. I, that would just be, like, very grounding. When he's 40, she's going to be 56. Oh my god. That seems like they're like on the same level. That that's like literally like the same it's generation. It's like friendship. It's like very That's like in um more girls. Yeah. I was always kind of jealous of that cuz my parents were older. Uh-huh. Um which is like kind of cool in some respects though because they get like um I don't know, they seem like more parenty and like they're mm-hmm. just like the like classic parent figures mm-hmm. and like they're wise and they've been around for a while. Um but also I could see like the total benefits of like having like a young parent. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about how it was probably harder for their families, um, since the boys were in, like, a whirlwind of touring and, like, interviews and stuff, so I could definitely see that, because, like, the families were just kind of left behind, they didn't know all this was gonna happen, and, like, the boys are experiencing it, so they're having, like, all those, like, really great highs and just, like, exciting Mm -hmm. things happening, and the boys, I mean, the families are just kind of left alone to, like, like, miss them. I know my mom would, like, want to be there all the time, like, I feel like she would, like, want to know everything that's going on. Like, we talk every day anyway, and she always wants to know, like, exactly how my camp is going, like, my, I'm, for my summer job or whatever, and, like, seeing all this stuff, and, like, I can't even imagine if your, like, son was out, you know, world touring, how, how much information you would want, and, like, probably, like, the time would make it, the time, whatever they're called. Time zones. Time zones would make it hard, and, like, everything in busyness would make it hard to communicate. Yeah. And also, you've just lost them, like at age 16 or whatever yeah and like louis was the oldest sibling or is the oldest sibling yeah so it's like all his younger siblings lost their older brother which would be like really wild yeah um um but yeah and then also another part that was like i think i can't remember if like this is the first time he really talked about it or if like i've just seen quotes from this book but he was talking about how on the x factor he didn't have any solos um and this was coming from like when he was in school he was always like the center of attention um and he felt like 
very self-conscious about that and he was thinking like do I even like deserve to be here like he thought his contribution to the band was so small in his eyes that like when the judges were giving them critiques like he was like this doesn't even apply to me because like I'm not really doing anything yeah um that would have been so hard I know like that would have been so sad like I, it's still it's like a cool thing but then you kind of just see like, it's like you know it it's not like it's yeah. like, fake you literally aren't getting the parts <laughs> yeah like, you can't have someone be like no no like you you're actually not getting the parts you yeah know? And, like, we see how he made up for that in, like, his big personality, um, yeah. like, especially in the video diaries, you can st- definitely yeah. see, like, how he was, like, so over the top, and, yeah. like, he was just, like, really trying to, like, put himself out there, mm-hmm. um, and sort of, I don't know. Compensate. Yeah, for sure, compensating. Um, and he said that only since Midnight Memories has he felt comfortable with his voice, which is crazy, because I feel like, I don't even know, like, from the get-go, he's been great. Like, I yeah. love his voice so much, it's so unique, um... But I'm glad that he, like, found, um, like, a confidence Mm -hmm. about his voice because, I don't know, I just, it's really sad that he, um, like, I don't know, from day one, he really felt, like, Mm -hmm. so self-conscious about, like, the one thing that he's literally famous for. Yeah, and, like, also probably helped that he was doing a lot more of the songwriting and, like, I know he's talked about how proud he is that he and Liam, like, wrote so many songs. I think on this one he said they wrote 11 songs or something. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, like... Uh, I think that probably helped, like, feel like he was more, like, contributing to the band, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just feel like that would be awesome to, like, I don't know, go from, I don't know, not having solos to, like, literally writing your own music. Like, that's a cool character arc, if you would ask me. Um, And then one little, little... Um, anecdote he said was that on their first tour um the boys all got mattresses out of the hotel rooms they were staying in and they tried to ride them down the staircase a la princess diaries i think i mean obviously they didn't quote that but like that's just like what what i think of i'm sure that's where they got it from (laughs) i mean it's a great classic film so i wouldn't be surprised um and he was saying that some of the boys were tentative that they were going to be told off liam um liam and i feel like maybe harry like somewhat um but i don't know but then he'd be coerced into doing it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but definitely Liam. And I love that yeah. he didn't even mention it. And, like, he said some, some of, of the boys. boys. Well, you know it's Liam, like, 100%. <laughs> yeah. And then he was saying how, like, nowadays, like, they wouldn't be worried about that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, like, any hotel staff is going to come tell, like, one direction I know. to, like, take But at the same time, I feel like that's a little entitled. I but know. It is entitled. <laughs> it definitely is. And, like, that's, like, I don't know. I don't really love that. But, like, also, it just, like, I think he's just saying that, like, they're not afraid to, like, do wild stuff anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's more the angle he was taking. Yeah, but I'm just like, oh, but, like, you know, don't ruin the mattresses. Someone has to clean that up, you yeah. know, like, they have to pay for that. I just, like, always worry about that. And just, yeah. like, whenever I hear about people, like, trashing hotel rooms to, like, think they're cool, like, people have to clean that up. Like, yeah. that's just, like, so rude to me. Like, oh, God, that's just so disrespectful. Anyway, really I'm just getting is. heated. Um, and then Louis talks about Zane, and this is the first time that, like, they, like, one of the boys had mentioned Zane by name. Mm-hmm. And, like, really, like, I just felt it in my heart immediately. Just, like, oh, my God. Um, yeah, he was saying that Louis and Zane didn't know about the VMAs, um, which are the Video Music Awards um, put on by MTV, which is a pretty big, um, like, mm-hmm. award show. And they had to ask Niall what they were and, like, why they were important and I was just like, I just feel like this just fits so well because of course Nia would know. Yeah. Um, and I just thought was that, was that the was that the their first one, the one where Harry was eating that like. I'm pretty sure the orange thing orange that he found in the elevator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An iconic scene. I yeah. want someone to like paint that and run us like um 
is it Renaissance style? Like, you know. Yeah. Just I like don't know really, what it's called, but yeah. yeah. Just like oil really, paint. Yes, please someone do that for me. Um, I would love to see that. And the fact that he like offered Rihanna a part of the orange. Yeah, I know. The one that he found in an elevator. Like, what if it has poisoned, and then you just killed off Harry and Rihanna, like two of like the golden trophies of this time period. Um, but he didn't die. So no. yeah. Um, and they were saying how they felt like the new kids at school, which is this, this is pretty early on when they went to the VMAs mm-hmm. for the first time. So like, I but can again, definitely I see feel that. like I like, I, I know like they had been famous been for so, so long. Famous right? since, I mean, and it makes you realize that like from our perspective, like once you're famous, you sort of like put them all on the same level. Yeah. But for them, it's like, they're still so new and they're coming from people who are not famous at all. And not, not like not famous when you're five years old, but not famous when you're like 16, 17, 18. Like you've really more developed as a person. Yeah. So like it seems like oh they're just famous but no they're like still new to it all and also it's not like a person like um i'm thinking like ed sheeran or literally any other artist who like really like worked i'm not saying that one direction didn't work hard but like really had to like build slowly build up their um fan base and like had to like you know play to like two people crowds and like give their cds out for free on the streets but then like one direction kind of was like thrown in which obviously Mm -hmm. has its own like um, trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see that being like such a culture shock because at least like with, I don't know, anyone else, you kind of like get a slow buildup of like what that yeah. feels like. But then One Direction was like straight up like the first time they went out, there was like thousands of fans yeah. or hundreds of fans. So, um, yeah. Very true. Yeah. And they were saying how they feel like they can mess about on stage because they feel like even if they mess up, their fans will still be behind them. That was so nice to That hear. was cute. But then also I was thinking about how there's a double standard in this industry about, like, especially, like, girl groups or, like, women performers, how they have to, like, yeah. have to have, a, like, a huge stage presence and, like, know their, like, choreography like, completely, not mm-hmm. never mess up a lyric, a word, a step. But, Yeah. I still love One Direction's, like, style of being weirdos on stage. Yeah, And I think too. that's, like, what makes them beautiful, if you will. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, Zane. <laughs> um, for some reason, this, like, made me really emotional. I think I hadn't... I haven't heard Zane speak in a while. Uh-huh. And it's... I was getting sad. on the highway at this point, and it co- becomes louder when you're driving on the highway, and his voice is, like, the quietest Oh, my God, all. yeah. And I was literally, like, trying to make an air, like, not an air, like, a, like a cupping my hand behind the <laughs> phone to, like, try to get the bouncing oh God. back in my ear, but it was just... Too bad you didn't have a cup. You could do one of those, like, janky things. You I pull, know. like, a phone in the cup. It's very annoying. I was also trying to use the phone for directions. So oh, was, God. Like, what a mess. a lot. <laughs> a lot going on. And then yeah. you have to process all the words Zane is saying. Exactly. So he's if, such I, an, if I missed yeah. anything, that's why. That's okay. I wrote a lot about Zane because I was just like, I feel like he talked about a lot of things that mm. I was really interested in. And also, I just haven't heard him speak. I know. In a, I haven't heard any of the boys speak in a long time when I, I was know. listening to it because um, I just listened to it yesterday and today because I wanted to be like really fresh in my brain when we were doing this <laughs> um the first like second I heard Niall's voice I like really like grabs my oh. chest I was like oh my god like I miss you Niall such a long time because like they haven't done interviews in yeah ever yeah I feel like I should go on a binge and just like watch a lot of their oh. stuff but I just feel like that would put me in an emotional tizzy I know so, those are such yeah. emotional like it's like heart-wrenching and laughing and I know crying all at once I know god um, but yeah, Zane, which is weird, and I like still it's still weird to like go back and hear Zane being mm-hmm. in the band. 
um but he was talking about like how when he was younger um he we we've known this that he's like he was definitely more introverted he liked to have his own space like he, he'd like to do his artwork play video games read comics which is cool because i feel like he's definitely like stayed true to those hobbies today yeah. and it's so cool to like i don't know that he like brought part of that um into his um his fame now mm-hmm. and like he you know has done a bunch of stuff like he I, I don't know he, he just has really kept that he's done stuff brand yeah he has done <laughs> things um and he was talking about the the comic ghost rider they had a um rebooted character that was like based on zane's like appearance which is like probably the coolest thing that really that's again like that goals thing where, yeah like, you exactly read the comics and then you yeah. have a character you based on you the comic <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, I feel like they all have, like, one of those moments where it's just, like, the epitome of yeah. goals. Um, and one thing I didn't know, I didn't know if you knew this, but I know you had listened to this before, but I didn't know Zane did acting at school. I had no idea. I don't know why I'd never heard about this. Um, he, and he loved doing acting slash drama at school, which I had never heard him talk about. Um, he also said... Um, he loved English and a bit of science, um, which we like knew. We always associate the acting with Louis. Like, yeah. Because, like, we know he did Greece, but then, like, Niall was saying he was also with, Liam, like, Oliver. Liam, I think. Yeah. And, like, someone else was in Greece. Uh, Zane was in Greece or Zane something. was in Greece, yeah. I want to like, know what part he played. I know. So, like, I don't know. We must have just associated with Louis because he talked about it. And yeah. Then, but, like, I know Harry did acting as well. Yeah, exactly. Was, like, they all did acting. They literally whatever, all did. So. Yeah. So, it's just, like, weird that, like, we only pick, like, pin it to Louis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was saying how it gave him a chance to be, like, show a different aspect of himself and show different sides, um, of himself, like, other than just, like, the quiet kid at school, which he really liked. And, um, this, like, sounds like something that he might be interested in the future, because that's, like, sounds like something an actual actor would, like, say, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, to be able to have a chance to, um, I don't know, get out of his head and be in someone else's. Yeah, exactly. And I just feel like Zane is kind of, I don't know, maybe that might help with his anxiety. I know that, like, um, Jesse Eisenberg was saying that, like, when he was younger, that would, like, really help with his anxiety just to, like, play a different character. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. I could see him. I mean, he, like, Zane is obviously beautiful, so, like. I would love to see him acting. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Um, or maybe even voice acting, like, a cartoon. Yeah, like um comic comic based thing. cartoon. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Ghost Rider the, new the movie. Danny Phantom. Oh my god, <laughs> Ghost Rider is like Danny Phantom, uh, the older yes. version. I mean, I know nothing about Ghost Rider. Maybe I'll like go look it up because it looks cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then he was saying how that uh like contrasted to when you're in a band, you're just focused on the music and you're portraying like who you actually are and you're being yourself. And he's saying like that's the coolest feeling, but also it adds like an added layer of pressure because if people don't like that and people judge you, it would obviously naturally affect you more because they're judging like actually who you are, not just like the character you're portraying. Which I thought was um was a very poignant like point to make. Mm-hmm. It is interesting to see like them make statements that are like very intelligent I know because a lot you're just hearing about like the band stuff and then to hear them make comments on like other things that are like wow you're really smart and intelligent have like deep thoughts about things I know that's like why I want to like hear Zane talk like so much more than I get to hear him talk Mm -hmm. because I honestly do feel like he really does he's very introspective and um like reflective and intelligent and I feel like all the boys at like some point or another um during this I kind of had moments where I was like wow okay Harry definitely I mean he didn't say a lot because he rambled for a lot (laughs) like there was like about three things he said but the things half of it was about the sun I know the things he said though and we'll probably get into it yeah we're good 
Yeah, and um, that's another point for, like, why it was kind of nice to, like, have them just, like, ramble instead of writing, Mm -hmm. um, because then you kind of get off the cuff, just, like, kind of just, like, train of thought, like, uh, stream of consciousness. Exactly. But then also, I feel like, um, I mean, I guess people work in different ways, but at least for me, when I'm writing, I feel like that's how I come up with my ideas, is Mm -hmm. you just, like, you, like, write to find your ideas, Mm -hmm. and you, like, really get to, like, sort yourself out the best. But, I mean, I guess, like, some people... Um, I know extroverts, like, work better with talking, so, I mean, I don't know, I couldn't see Louie, like, sitting down to, like, you know, a typewriter with a glass of gin trying to write. Oh, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, and he was also saying how he was, like, in Greece. I don't know what, um, what part he played. I would love to know. I love Greece. Also, another one of the, like, few musicals I actually like. Um, Bugsy Malone, which I had never heard about. It was apparently, like, a 20s, 1920s gangster film Mm -hmm. new york gangsters and he was apparently the main character so that's pretty cool like clearly he was good enough to be the main character Um, where is that footage on youtube i know like why do we only get louis and seriously i don't know i feel like we We have like louis in greece on youtube and then harry in his old band like playing oh my god yeah those are brilliant to watch (laughs) (laughs) oh my god he has like stupid huge belt buckle and like his saggy pants and his fluffy hair he was so cute oh my god little infant child Um, and he was talking about how he went on X Factor wanting to be the first R&B artist, like, solo artist on X Factor, which I didn't even know was, like, a big thing, like, that they had no... Mm-hmm. I think that, like, mostly it's, like, pop music yeah. that goes on, but um, but he wanted to be an R&B artist. Um, and that didn't happen until, until now. recently. <laughs> so, like, clearly, like, we, we always knew that this is, like, what he wanted to do. Like, we've mm-hmm. always known it, that this was, like, the style of music that... He audition- He even auditioned with it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's why it was weird to me, because I remember hearing in an interview um, uh, recently that he was saying, like, he thought... Fa- like, he said fans were, like, really shocked with, like, his new album. I'm like, no, buddy. I yeah. mean, like, if... Like, most fans, like, knew, like, exactly what kind of music you wanted yeah. to do. Like, I mean, maybe I'm just assuming that everyone knows every single detail and aspect of their lives, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like... Unless, Did people really yeah. think he was gonna go pop? Yeah, there was no way. Like, pop aspects, but... I don't know. Um, and he was talking about, like, their living situation um, in the X Factor house, which I thought was really cute. He was saying that they had the smallest room in the X Factor house, even though there was five of them. That like, seems a little unfair. Right? Doesn't that sound, like, stupid? Like, all the other, like, solo acts had, like, huge, luxurious rooms, and they have, like, a tiny room. Like, you can see, pic- <laughs> like, video of it from, like, I think, Video Diaries. Yeah. Um, they're just, like, in this tiny room with bunk beds, and they were all just, like... Crammed in Yeah, there. they're crammed in. and he's, Mess all over the floor. Yeah. Um, and they were saying that that, like, really cemented them as a group. Which is good because I feel like it could have either, like, broken them apart already yeah. or, like, really, like, made them closer, mm-hmm. which is what happened. Because I feel like if you were thrown in uh, with five people you don't know into a small room, like... That could be bad. That is probably a nightmare in the making. Yeah. Um, and he was saying how, like, during X Factor they were, like, interested in looking after each other, which is just... Makes my heart hurt. Uh, um Very sad. I know. Because, like, I know, like, I feel like Louie and... Dane, um, are they the oldest ones? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like they were, like, kind of, like, the more protective, like, mm-hmm. stances, or the more protective, uh... Roles? Yeah, roles, um, that, of the group. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, it's sad that, like, Dane's not in it anymore. I know. Um, and they, then he was talking about 
which is weird. He was talking about, like, solo artists, and he was the only one to bring up solo artists. Um, and he was saying how, like, the boys and him have had the same experiences, and they've lived, like, basically the same lives for the past three to four years. And so there's always, like, someone to talk about the, like, things that they've been experiencing if they need to get something off their chest. And he looks to solo artists and, like, feels a bit sorry for them and thinks it would be harder to be a solo artist because it's just, like, you on your own. Which clearly it's turned out to be harder. Yeah, which is just, like, it's, like, foreshadowing. And I feel Mm -hmm. like he clearly had, like, thought about it at the time. And, like, Mm -hmm. there obviously was, like, pros and cons. So it's, like, interesting that he finally thought that it was, like, worth it to, like, pursue that. Um, Mm -hmm. But just, like, I feel like they've always said that it's harder to be a solo artist. Like, they've always recognized that. Yeah. Um, so the fact that, like, Zayn has made that leap is very interesting because I feel like out of anyone, Zayn would probably have the hardest time. And he seems like... I mean, he's successful, but he's also having a hard time balancing yeah. anxiety with um, performing. Yeah. And I think, like, I've heard from people who are solo artists when they're on the road, like, they'll tweet, like, I'm so lonely. Yeah. Like, tour life is so lonely. I could imagine. Like, it would suck if you were... I mean, well, I kind of like being alone, but, like, it would it would suck if you were, like, traveling the world and you had no one to share it with or, like, whatever, and you're going, doing shows to people who don't really know you. Yeah. Like, that would kind of with be With just, annoying. like, kind of your team around you, like, management. It's not, like, yeah. truly your friends, and they yeah. don't, like, they're not on stage with you, so it's not like they really understand the, like, whole vibe. Exactly. I just feel like... Yeah, I, I'd rather be in a group. That uh-huh. sounds fun. But also a group that, like, knows that I have to be alone, like, a lot of the time. So, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and, yeah, he was saying how, like, he didn't think that 1D, the 1D experience would ever sink in. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, like, I wonder if it, like, actually has now, now that he's, like, separated mm-hmm. from and like, has had time to just, um, I don't know, like, distance himself from it. I, like, wonder what he thinks about that now. Yeah, that's what I thought about a lot of things. Like, like we discussed, Niall said, like, he doesn't want to call himself a celebrity. Yeah. Like, would he recognize that he's, like, famous or celebrity now? Or would yeah. he just, like, still have the same response? And, like, how would they respond after however many years it's been? Like, does Up All Night finally, like, they've <laughs> celebrated? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll finally go on that lad's holiday. <laughs> oh, we need to do that. Oh. That's never going to happen. Uh, so sad. Their reunion tour is going to be their last holiday. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we're on to Harry's segment. Um, I think, I don't know if all the boys talked about their parents. I don't, I feel like most of them did. But Harry said something I really liked. He said, I'd never, I've never seen my parents act like they're better than anyone. Um, I, I've grown up thinking that everyone's equal. And I just think that's like such the like the way you should be mm-hmm. raised and just the fact that like he was comparing like I don't even know someone who you know uh, as a like does janitorial work to someone who's like this high class whatever businessman like they, they should be treated the same way and I feel like it's so clear that he still has this yeah, to that right day. there like you know yeah like, Harry's a good person I know and, and the fact that he shows so that. well yeah and I love what he else who was saying like clearly his parents have been great like saying like my mom or like my parents were always so supportive like they never, like, they always taught me to, like, be generous, and yeah. they wanted me to go for my dreams, and they supported that. They never told me I couldn't do it. Yeah. Like, it just, it sounds like he had such a really, like, good family around him supporting him. I know. And just, like, the fact that, like, he hasn't lost those values mm-hmm. is just, like, it's incredible, because, like, I don't know. I, I've just heard from so many different people, and, like, 
um, people who've, like, worked on, with One Direction, with, like, various things, that, like, he'll go around to every single person, shake their hand, mm-hmm. and, like, have a conversation, like, thank them personally. Like, that one video, he's, yeah. like, he hops over, like, a fence to go shake, like, the crew's hand of, yeah. like, some stage randomly. Yeah, it's just, like, like, it's so friendly. Yeah. Like, I don't even do that, and I obviously could talk to, like, the one person that interacts with me, like, on a daily yeah. basis, you know what I mean? Like, it's, I, I just, like, he's um hashtag man or goals like he honestly like oh man like i wish i don't know i feel like a lot of it is like anxiety for me but like yeah. i feel like i feel like i would be i would be like too shy to I know. like go and do that but I maybe know. like if you were in a position of like you're the one who yeah like, sometimes when like if i'm with working with younger kids not the same as harry like talking <laughs> to like the people who are crew yeah like i feel so much more like i can like talk to them and like be outgoing yeah than like people my own age so yeah, like if harry's older. sort of like the one they're like there for maybe it's easier yeah to, like, i can definitely see that you know because you're the one they're looking to or whatever i, I know. know i just feel like it sucks because like i could like definitely see myself if i was ever famous like sort of people thinking i was rude or yeah. mean because i was very introverted and like quiet and like kept to myself yeah. and that kind of like pains me because i feel like there's probably celebrities out there that are like mm-hmm. i don't know definitely like way more quiet and like people think they're rude people already think that i'm rude My like in real like, life caitlin people probably think you're a snob because you don't talk to anyone. i know I'm like, and i'm just like I'm really not. shy like, and like off in this corner yeah, like exactly. that's how i like, got through high school i was like off in this corner just like silently like uh, <laughs> a lot of people thought that i was like a lot of people like their first instinct or like their first impression of me is to, like think that I'm, like, really just, like, t- think that I'm too cool for school and just, like... Yeah, that's how yeah. I always feel. Because it's not like we look like we, like, are weird or something and should, like, be alone. I don't know. Like, and, like, maybe you'd think, like, alone or weird and yeah. be like, oh, they're just weird. Yeah. Like, we look normal, but, like, we act... Sh- I don't know. I don't know what yeah. I'm trying to say. But, like, I don't know. Yeah. We don't look like we'd socially not fit in, but we sort of don't socially fit in all the yeah. time. But it just, like, all, like a lot of my friends, especially in college, they were, like, saying how, like, when if we had a class together, they are like, oh, yeah, um, you would just, like, kind of storm in, a, like, <laughs> a, like, right on time or slash a little bit late, like, every day with, like, your leather jacket and, like, just, like, listening to your headphones and, like, <laughs> we thought you were, like, too cool. And I was like, oh, lol, me, I was listening to One Direction and, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like the best. I love walking around campus listening to One Direction yeah. and no one knows. You're, like, walking in your heels. Yeah. Like, one Combat one. boots, just, like, yeah. stomping around and, like, literally thinking about puppies like one direction you know um but yeah um also i love that he has no problem acknowledging the fact that they wouldn't be able to like do what they do now without x factor Mm -hmm. like i just feel like acknowledging where you come from and like what gave you the success is like such a great quality and Mm -hmm. i think that's like kind of why some people slash i slash we are sometimes upset with zane because like he acknowledges one direction but some like i don't know trying to distance yourself is um not like it's 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 acknowledging it but not accepting it slash like th- like being grateful for it and yeah. i think that harry's definitely grateful for x factor and he was saying how like a lot of the acts from x factor try to like separate themselves and distance themselves like straight away and just like try to pretend that they were never on it but like mm-hmm. they're just very vocal about like how great the x factor was and like how like they owe it all to them yeah he's so open about it which i really like and like i think yeah. he appreciate appreciate appreciates where he comes from yeah for sure um and then they were also talking or he was talking about like how um their first album was like very different because they um like were just like so like they were like babies and they didn't know anything about like music production or anything Mm -hmm. and they like didn't um 
they weren't able to like write songs or like kind of like give critiques because like they didn't know what to do so like he said that that was a good like learning step like they had to start out just listening and learning which I think is a very like mature and interesting um intelligent thing to say that like I don't know um I think it's kind of I don't know it'd be kind of arrogant to like just show up there like 16 years old with like people who have had like 20 years in the business and be like actually so awkward like yeah you just like you just wouldn't do do that I I mean I'm sure that people that do do that but like they're not I'm sure they're not like well liked in industry but I think that's smart that they like stayed back and just kind of like absorbed all this information they could use later on Mm -hmm. sorry I just had to take a drink of water (laughs) um and then he was also saying how like they still get nervous like when their new songs are on the radio which is interesting because I feel like it just kind of like so normalized now that it's just Mm -hmm. like oh yeah another single on the radio I know I want to be like is this how they still feel today or just like two years ago when they were writing this or whatever I mean I could see that like why would you not want your song to do well again it's that thing from like our perspective oh it's always gonna do well yeah but like from them they like it's their profession and their like passion so yeah it's I don't know different yeah and then um we take a big leap into talking about la's weather <laughs> which i literally don't know like what what question prompt, was exactly what was the prompt here it was so odd it was probably like how do you feel when songs are on the radio and he's like yeah so like <laughs> it's just like so nice to be in la like the sun is just shining makes you really want to like just go eat all your three meals out in the sun and he's like so odd if your car breaks down you're just chilling out in the sunshine so it's not even that bad i'm just like what are you saying I was like, harry where are you going with this yeah like, and then it just like where, went on to another thing where just, did like, this come who from who are you but like i mean yeah the sun's great <laughs> like what um that was just it was just like really randomly <laughs> thrown in and then just like paused and went to the next one um but yeah that was a time um and he was talking about this one instance which i think is like documented slash it was in one of their old document documentaries mm-hmm. um where harry was on stage and during his solo he got he had been really nervous before um going on stage and on stage and he felt like he sounded um like he said awful was um when he was on stage um during his solo and then he like he was really like torn up about it um but now he feels like he's learned to control his nerves and like turn them into excitement and he Mm -hmm. says that he's like grateful for that experience which is really cool i hope to one day turn my (laughs) nerves into excitement um i just feel like i don't know that's such a growth and i can't imagine being just like like I don't know I would never think that you could like change from being so terribly nervous mm-hmm. to like being excited about that maybe just because I have like a fear of public speaking of any mm-hmm. kind but um like, that's really, really once cool. you do things like again and again and again like you're gonna get more comfortable with them and like yeah. this just shows you like you have to just like work through it and now Harry just like leaps around stage gallivanting around like just is not afraid to be himself like literally skips around like that's just like yeah. wow what a what a development I'm just proud of him. Me too. Um, and, like, I remember I, I was trying to find this quote. I think it was from Amy Poehler. So if you uh, hear it when you're listening to her book, um, I think she was saying, like, she used to get really or she, like, always gets nervous before she's on stage. And, like, she knows she's doing something right because, like, you like she cares enough to get nervous or something. Uh-huh. And, like, I thought that was, like, a really cool thing, especially to hear um, for me because I always have anxiety slash, I, you know, I struggle with that. So like, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a interesting thing to like think that like anxiety is actually kind of good. Cause it means that like you're, you're excited about mm-hmm. like, and you actually care about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then he was saying, like, how when he they put out, like, new songs, the first thing that you want people to do is <gasps> not to so hate it. weird. And then maybe like it. And then he went off on a tangent. But then he's like, yeah, but the first thing you really want is people not to hate it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like... Harry um, had the weirdest things to say. I know, but I some of them it. were like he sometimes just hit the nail on the head. I was like, nice, Socrates, <laughs> yeah. like nice. Yeah. Um, and then also, I just love this line. He was saying that like um, they have a habit of like being delivered the most amazing news at the most ordinary times, and I thought that was really cool. He was yeah. talking about this one story where um, someone called him to tell him his the second album had gone number one while he was giving back a bike he had rented in new york city and he didn't like hear them correctly like the guy on the phone because um the man was yelling at him because he was holding the bike wrong and um so he like put the phone down gave the bike back first and then got back on the phone and then he was like oh sick like that was like, one of my favorite parts and it's like so, so random this freaking bike coming along with him i know just like who where's that bike now you know what i mean like where are they now i've ridden bikes in new york city what oh if i God. rode freaking harry's bike that he was touching while he heard that the second album had That's gone number one incredible and just like the fact that like he would put the phone down instead of being like wait 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 i need to like hear like <laughs> yeah. my album had gone number one. yeah he's like oh i'm so sorry so let me put the chain back and like this dude just like yelling at him like i love it it's just so like normal it just sounds like something out of a rom-com like yeah. i love it um and i think um all the boys also talked about their trip to ghana um, and I think, I feel like Harry's, especially, um, I think his was the most thoughtful. Yeah. This was the part I was like, wow, you have a lot of yeah. interesting things to say. And yeah. I, I feel like it reflects so much his personality and like what he's done since then. Yeah. Like, because he was just so open about the fact that Ghana was like such a incredibly life-changing experience where yeah. like you literally like realize that what and my favorite part, I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm going to talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, the whole, he said something about, like, um, realizing that s your problems are not, like, like, other people have these huge, giant problems that are going on and, like, have uh, big things to worry about. And, like, it makes your small, like, whiny complaints seem unimportant. But then, like, the best part, I thought, was when he said... But, like, everything's relative, and that doesn't mean that people who are in better situations don't have really horrible things, because, like, it is true, you can't just say your things are unimportant if you're, like, going through something really tough just yeah. because other people might have it worse. So he had that, like, really cool dual perspective of yeah. seeing, like, you know, I don't know, I really liked what he said. Yeah, it was just really intelligent and well said, I thought. Um... I feel like we always give him crap for, like, speaking slowly, but I feel like he really just, like, cares what he says mm -hmm. and just, like, really, like, puts thought into it. And sometimes it's, like, rambly, but I think that, like, a lot of it is his mind makes the connections and, like, like he thinks we'll make them, but, like, he just, like, a little bit above us and, like, he's just kind of, like, has so many thoughts that's yeah. going on. Sometimes, like, I feel like that happens to me on this podcast that like when i'm listening back on it i'm just like kara like that makes no sense <laughs> to anyone but you because like you have all the other thoughts to like yeah. back it up and then like you just want i don't know but i also don't like sometimes when i'm on this podcast i didn't realize i like talked fast i'm doing it again <laughs> until like i listen to myself um so sorry about that hopefully i'm not too annoying about that um, but yeah, I, I really liked his part also that he recognized the privilege they had, mm -hmm. um, where 
that like they were you know able to just kind of like they were tourists and I mean they did like you know help with raising money and stuff but at the end of the day they got to go back to their hotel and like have clean water Mm -hmm. and just go home to like their comfortable beds while other people were like out there like literally dying and like suffering um without like basic you know basic human needs um or basic human like you know things that you need yeah, i guess amenities yeah amenities um Wait, i have something to say about that Are you yeah on? no go um and like i know he was saying like you can't you can't just watching it on tv or watching the clips one direction means you can't understand what it's like until you're there and like all your senses are being taken yeah. up like the smells like the smoky air and i know niall at one point was saying like he had a water bottle and was like shooting it into the kids mouths and was like i have a million of these in my fridge back home yeah. and i have like six taps that turn on water and like this is so crazy different yeah i just like i always I mean, yeah, I just think that, like, you can never know how you're going to feel in a situation until you're there. And it's, like, mm-hmm. such a weird feeling because sometimes you think you know yourself so well. And then, like, something that you think won't affect you at all, like, just is, like, it affects you in the weirdest way. I don't know. Yeah. I just, it's, I think that's really interesting about humans. Um, but I was just, like, wondering that, like, um, all the boys talked about their trip to Ghana. I wonder if they'll ever, like, go back or do any more charity work. Like, I know they've done a bunch of charity work since then, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if they've ever done anything more, like, Ghana-specific, um, which would be really cool to see because it clearly affected them, like, so much. Yeah, I think they should. Yeah, definitely. I would, I'd love to see that. Yeah. Um, and also he was talking about, like, fame and gossip magazines which i thought was really cool and tabloids very interesting that they pointed this question right at harry yeah and he and he started off by saying like so relationships like yeah so clearly they asked about like i know he's like not everything in the press about relationships (laughs) are true like that was literally his like first sentence i was like oh okay um but he was saying how like it, it was such like, an intelligent answer. Like, I dude, know. like, he was just, like, gossip is normal and, like, everyone does it, so it's, like, he's to so, be expected. Like, uh, so he's not, like, condemning it because he's saying, like, it's human mm-hmm. nature because, I mean, it is to, like, just be, like, interested in other people's mm-hmm. lives. Like, who knows? It's weird that we are, but, like, it's, like, yeah. you're just intrigued by other people's, like, you know, intricacies yeah. of their lives. So he understands why people are interested in it, but, like, he just wants us to, like, know that, like, I don't know. Yeah, and I liked w- the one thing he was saying, um was, like, uh, he was talking about how, I don't know where this was, um, but, um, but, like, but, like, he was, but, like, he was, um, other people have jobs that are, like, just as grueling or even more, like, laborious, and they don't get the appreciation or money yeah. or, like, recognition, and, like, his might have some downsides, but for him to complain about, like, stuff like gossip in the media yeah. is, like, the smallest, like, thing compared to, you know, and I always say this when I talk, when I feel like people bring up the boys oh they deserve a break so much they've been working so hard which is true but like I also try to think of like other people who are working three jobs and like having to pay for their kids Mm -hmm. and like working all through the night and like so stressful and like they don't get any type of like benefits or appreciation anything that One Direction Mm -hmm. gets so like I really like that he had this sort of like perspective where he he really recognizes and I feel like he does this in interviews like he never complains about the fame side of things he's always like it's really small compared to like anybody else who's dealing with something i I think that's like a really good way to like keep a level head on your shoulders and and just like realize like how lucky you are yeah and also i think that like the fact of like having just like family who are just normal people Mm -hmm. like and going through just like a normal five to nine to five job um i feel like 
you really see like the differences and like you'd be able to like sort of Mm -hmm. just like see like how different your life is from like the average joe um and he was like saying how it's really important for him to like remember that this job is not normal and like um he was saying like when you think everything around you is like normal and like you're entitled to it that's when you lose sight of who you are Mm -hmm. and like he likes to see it as I mean, he, he said that he, like, he didn't like to see it as a job because, like, he's so privileged about it, but mm-hmm. he also says he, he does like to separate it as, like, it's work mm-hmm. because um, then he can, like, cha- like, separate it from his, like, personal life, and he's saying that, like, he needs a couple hours to, like, unwind after a show because, like, if you're just, like, become all about just, like, performing, getting up, and then, like, doing interviews, like, then it just becomes, like, exa- like it becomes who you are, mm-hmm. and, like, the lines become, like, blurred, like, that's what he was saying between, like, fame and, like, normal normalcy, so, like, I thought that was, like, very interesting that, like, they always take, like, some time to, like, unwind after a show and not just, like, go to sleep and be, like, that's it, like. Yeah. I, I feel, feel like this explains so much better, like, rather than someone just saying, like, oh, I have a family to ground me, like, he, like, really yeah. talked about, like, what he does and how he sees the, like, the lines being drawn and trying to keep it clear and not letting them be blurry and, like, taking time to, you know, sort of step out of it for a bit. Yeah, and I just, like, this made me really want Harry to, like, write a book because I think that, like, the way he thinks is very interesting and I'd also love to see Zayn write a book. Mm -hmm. Um, Just both of them, I feel like, are very interesting and I think that, like, they have a very interesting perspective on life and just, like, fame, which is nothing that we're ever going to experience. So, like, to see, I don't know, just to see, like, their brains, like, their intelligent brains Mm -hmm. working from that side of the river. That's a weird (laughs) metaphor, but, like, it's just, like, cool to, like, see someone very thoughtful, like, thinking so much about something that we'll never be able to experience or think about. Yeah, especially after, like, listening to the audiobooks of the famous people I have been listening to, like, most of them are written, like, sort of, like, short essays about different parts of their life, um, and I was just picturing, like, what it would be, what, what an insight you'd get into the person of, like, stuff that, like, we don't know about, or, like, maybe we, like, slightly knew about, just to get such a more insight about how, like, that whole side of thing works, and, like, also their growing up and stuff. No, no, you just get so much more when it's, like, coming right from them, I guess. I know. I'd love to see them do, like, each um, a solo autobiography, like, years down the line where they can really, like, reflect about it. And maybe, like, since there's so much time has passed, maybe they'll, like, throw out some... Yeah, Yeah. definitely be more honest, like, not be worried about, like, Mm -hmm. ruining their career or whatever because they'll be older and it's not like they have to, like, Mm -hmm. put on this, like, picturesque thing. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've been talking for a while, um, which is funny because the actual audiobook is only an hour and 45 <laughs> minutes, and somehow, somehow, we've just, like, somehow talked for more than that <laughs> about the audiobook. Um, so we're going to end it here. We we have still have some more thoughts, but I'd love to hear, we'd both love to hear what you guys thought of the audiobook or the book itself. Um, and just, like, write us in, let us know your thoughts, because I think we definitely didn't cover everything we wanted to. I want to, like, get more into, like, what we wish they would have talked about, wish wish they wouldn't have talked about. I don't know. Just, like, more interesting stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to bring this up next episode. Um, so definitely write in with your thoughts and opinions on um, the book, because this is a book club, you know? It's not just one-sided. Yeah. We're all in this club together, friends. Um, so, yeah, definitely let us know. Um, but I think that's about it for this, this week of Talk Direction. Um, but thank you so much for listening to episode 54 of Talk Direction. You can follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. You can follow us on Tumblr 
um, where we are talkdirection.tumblr.com. You can follow us on Instagram, talkdirection, and you can follow us individually on Tumblr. I'm um, Kara underscore pond and Kara is with a C. And I'm Caitlin I.R. Foster and that's C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And you can find us on iTunes or SoundCloud and rate and review us if you're feeling, you know, kind. Um, but yeah, that's it. I'm Kara. And I'm Caitlin. See you next time for episode 55, which is our one year anniversary. Bye. Bye. Bye.